Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half. We at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste the failure. You're inside the game. John Lecce on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. Now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome into the game. T-Town Tide at 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. And happy second 26, by the way. I'm going to ask you today, when you look back at that moment, that 41-yard reception from a true freshman by the name of Devontae Smith and Tua Tungabaloa stepping in. He battled throughout. And then at the end of the second, or excuse me, at the uh, second half, the halftime, they decided to make a switch. And Alabama went with Tua Tungabaloa. And, uh, you know, you always think about moments in time, okay? You think about if Calvin really doesn't stumble going into the end zone, uh, because really that throw from Jalen Hurts was spot on. But it was Calvin Ridley that tripped up somewhere around the four or the five-yard line. It really got that playoff rhythm. And uh, if that play would have happened, Alabama would have not have been uh, in the position at halftime where Nick Saban had to make a change. And then Tua Tungvaloa. I've asked many players why that that energy, when Alabama came back out on the field and that halftime, those players believed. And they they had witnessed it throughout the, the practices, uh, throughout the spring when Tua arrived here as an early uh, enrollee. Throughout the fall, uh, I was told that the rhythm of that offense would really, in good on good periods, uh, that it really flowed. And so you saw a different energy, right? You saw a different vibe when Tua Tungvaloa came in the game. And it was, uh, they believed that they had a chance. And for dog fans, uh, not much of a celebration. Uh, Noah, give me, give me the, the thumbs up when you're ready to go. So we got a little audio that I want to reflect on. And we're going to ask you if this is the greatest play in Alabama football history for those out there. And if not, what is? If not, what is? 205-342-9904. We are always powered. By Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325, Scala Boulevard, and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. The great dealership right there on Scala Boulevard. Let's go with a uh, little bit of a call. This is a multiple uh, different people calling the second and 26, which I think is the greatest play in Alabama football history. Here it is, uh, courtesy of ESPN. Thank you, Valoa. Let's try to... Make up for it. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Y ahora sí, despertó el público. Tango Baloa, con el pase largo, tiene el hombre. Touchdown! Alabama is el campeón! Three receivers right, one to the left, straight back to pass. Going deep, throwing it down the far sideline, and it is Down. Here's Tua stepping back, loads up, looks long, throws, end zone, touchdown. Alabama, Devontae Smith, touchdown, Alabama. And the Crimson Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain. 
16 yards, second 26 on the 41, they say. Tungle by Lola going downfield. He's got a man open. Oh, my God. Touchdown. Alabama has won it. We just lost him in the secondary. Too deep. Got behind our quarterback in the Crimson Tide. Sweet jubilation for them as the dogs are heartbroken. Я, кстати, не первый раз, да, я думаю, что он Тугайло избавился от этого уже. Так, опять большой зону. Вот это да. Потрясающе. Вот что творится, а? Алабама Квинсон Тайд, чемпион э, сезона 2026. What a moment! What a moment! I don't know about you, but uh, that fires me up when I hear that because I can remember myself and uh, whether it was the missed kick right there at the end of the fourth quarter, going into overtime. Uh, and I often think about, I mean, the guy that just left here, Christian Miller. If you go back to that particular season. Um, him and Terrell got got hurt, right? Um, and that was the Florida State. I believe it was in that same facility uh, to start off the season. And they had both worked their butt off to get back on the practice, excuse me, get back on the field. And if you go back to second 26, that allowed Georgia to kick, that gave us that walk-off opportunity. Uh, wow, what a moment. What a moment when you step back and you begin to think about uh, – Alabama football history. So we'll take your phone calls, 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. We're going to react to a lot of different things. We are now seven days away from Alabama spring practice. We've got the Kentucky game uh, to get your thoughts. Uh, kind of a little bit of whipping. Uh, not just a little bit. It was a whipping. Uh, it was run us out of that gym. And it was 117-95 to 95 and really got out of hand uh, very, very quickly. Uh, we will... Recap that with Drew DeArmond coming up. We'll get some thoughts about where Alabama goes. They got to go to Oxford, then they'll come back for the ESPN College Game Day, the first appearance inside Coleman Coliseum. Students get in at nine thirty. The rest of the public will be at ten o'clock, and the event will start at eleven. As Alabama will play at seven p.m. Saturday evening against Tennessee, and a big matchup. Alabama only slides down one spot. They're at number fourteen. We'll dive into that a couple different angles, and uh, we'll recap uh, the weekend. But but going back to the thoughts on second twenty six, is that the greatest play? In Alabama football history, in your opinion, is that the greatest play? And then I want to dive in coming up at 3.30. I want to share some thoughts of what I'm what I'm hearing behind the scenes because I'm going to be able to add two uh, practice for the last couple of days. Uh, they did, you know, this is the fourth quarter program, but it's also they're installing some of their things and some of the ways that they're challenging their players is something that they've always done. But I think more importantly because, you know, a player that comes in learns the Alabama way, learns the Nick Saban system. And it really does it. It does change, and they make adjustments as coaches. But as many coaches as you go through, you can't change every time a coach. And Nick Saban explained that numerous times. Hey, why would one person learn everything that that individual is trying to do? Why don't that one person learn everything that we're trying to do? So we're going to dive into something they're doing to challenge their players in this current uh, install period. And we'll dive into some things that I've heard behind the scenes. And we'll even talk about uh, Kane Womack today and dive into a little bit of a meeting that he had over the weekend. 
uh, we'll add to it and, and we'll do it right here on the game. We'll take your phone calls. 205-342-9904. 205-342-9904. If you want to jump into the program, we'll get to those phone calls coming up in a couple of minutes. Trudy Armand will join us coming up at 215. At 3.30, we'll talk to Barrett Salee. And then at 4 o'clock, we'll talk to Mark Houston. We'll take your calls all over the day right here on the game. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota Tide 100.9-1230. WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The owners of one of downtown Tuscaloosa's best-kept secrets have sold their restaurant after cooking up joy there for almost 10 years. Sweet Home Food Bar opened on University Boulevard next to Black Warrior Brewing Company in the summer of 2014. Recently announced they will close their doors. The last day of operation will be this Thursday, February 29th. Alabamians can get ready for a tease of spring temperatures and maybe even a touch of summer this week. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just like spring this afternoon, the sky partly to mostly sunny, the high 77. Tonight becoming mostly cloudy, the low 58. Tomorrow cloudy during the morning, a few isolated showers, some sun by afternoon, the high very close to 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 76 degrees in Tuscaloosa. It's the longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9. Never hear me complain, cause I got friends in long places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my food. Day. We'll get Drew Armand's thoughts, uh, but right now we're going to recap a little basketball with him as Alabama loses to Kentucky, but a very big week. Uh, Tennessee on Saturday, 7 o'clock inside Coleman Coliseum. Game day here, making their first ESPN College game day basketball edition inside Coleman Coliseum. And uh, at some point, uh, it was tough. I, it was tough, man. I was watching it from down at the beach, and if there's anything that could make a bad day at the beach is uh, watching Alabama just absolutely get hammered. True, true. Uh, it was it was not uh, not good. So uh, have a little seafood and uh, watching oh. Alabama. I mean, that was the only thing about it. A fried shrimp will solve a lot of problems. Drew D. Armand, 97.7 The Zone, talking ball, 7 until 9. Drew, how are you, my friend? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Ryan, it's good to be with you. How are you, man? I'm good, man. I, I want to get you on second 26, but let's let's go back here for just a couple of minutes. Uh, when you, you have to. I'm sorry, do we have to? Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. Because th- this may be a motivation of cleaning things up, fair enough. I mean, th- this may be. Uh, now, Nate Oates didn't really sound very confident following the post-game uh, press conference as far as the defense, uh, you know, because he was right. asked, how much can you really fix in this short amount of time? And he said, well, uh, the whole entire country knows that uh, we're not very good at it. Yeah, they're not. They're not a very good defensive team. And then, uh, unfortunately, they didn't play at their A level with offensive efficiency. They had way too many turnovers, live ball turnovers, especially Ryan. And when you do that against a quality opponent like Kentucky, and Kentucky, I know they've had their struggles, but you know they're still one of the most talented teams in the country. When you've got 
uh, guys like Justin Edwards, DJ Wagner, uh, you know, uh, it, and of course, uh, you know, and, and Shepard as well, who, and, and I know Reed is kind, was kind of a late bloomer in the process and not to mention Dillingham, who I saw Dill, Rob Dillingham play in high school. When you got four perimeter players like that who are all NBA players, it's really tough. Uh, you know, they've got, and they've got some, uh, active bigs that are going to play professional basketball at some point. The Beastage really killed Alabama. He gave them probably his best game of the year and he really hadn't been playing a lot, but Alabama just wasn't very good. And, and when you turn the ball over as much as they did, uh, and they really had been doing a little bit better job of that, but it reared its ugly head against Kentucky. And when you end up with 16 turnovers and then you give them nearly 30 points off those turnovers and, you let them get comfortable offensively. They had their best game of the year. They were already a really good offensive team, but Alabama let them get way too comfortable offensively. And when Kentucky shoots 63% overall and 54% from two and nearly 85% from the free throw line, you have no shot in Rupp Arena to beat them. And Alabama certainly didn't. And they were very fortunate uh, to only give up 117, honestly. I thought they were going to give up 125 to 130 and give up the all-time record. And it's, it says something. I mean, they still scored 95 points, even without Latrell Reitzel and, of course, Muhammad Wagee. But, you know, their B-minus offensive game is not going to beat a lot of people when they guard the way they did. How do you think this team responds uh, to the butt kicking uh, that Kentucky gave the Tide? Well, you know, it's interesting. They've responded all year. I mean, this is about the fourth time they've been hammered. Sure. I mean, Arizona ha- hammered them over in Phoenix in the pre-conference, and then they've been hammered three times uh, during the conference play. They got hammered by Tennessee. They responded. Uh, they got hammered by Auburn and responded uh, with both of them with, I think, four and three-game winning streak. And then they get hammered by Kentucky. And now, they even after all that, uh, even after what happened in Rupp 117-95, they still control their own destiny to win the league because if they beat uh, Tennessee, they obviously split with them. They there would be a game ahead of them if they win at Ole Miss, and then you beat, uh, you know, a, a very tough Florida team that you've already beaten at home on the road, and then you, you if you polish it off with beating Ernest T. Bass, aka Arkansas, in the final game, then you win the conference. So they still have a lot, and then really everything in front of them. It's just going to depend on how they respond because Ole Miss is going to be coming in frustrated. They certainly laid an egg in their last home game, sixty, uh, you know, sixty-five, I think, to forty-nine. They lost to. Uh, you know, a South Carolina team that have bounced back from a two-game losing streak. So, certainly uh, Ole Miss playing for their tournament lives, but it, getting hopefully Latrell Wrightsell back will help, and I think it's a winnable game for Alabama. And then if you win that game on Wednesday, you've got game day coming on Saturday and your hated rival Tennessee who wh- who really whipped you badly. And I still say, uh, it, when all is said and done, if Alabama can win three out of four, uh, they can still win this league at 14 and four, and and who knows? Maybe they'll even get some more help with Tennessee. But four and zero is going to be tough to do, but it's doable. But I really think uh, three and one is the is the probably the the most attainable. And if they can do that, 14 and four should at least get them a tie uh, for the SEC regular season. And with a little help, uh, could could win it outright. Drew, in your opinion, we talked about this in the fall with Coach Saban. I've asked you this before. Regardless of what happened this past Saturday, one game doesn't make a season. Is this Nate Oates' best coaching job? Oh, I think so. I mean, when you think about losing your entire coaching staff, and I think the loss of Brian Hodgson probably cost him Charles Bediaco because that was his lead recruiter and probably could have been maybe a guy that 
uh, you know, could have talked him into staying. Then you lose unexpectedly, uh, you know, uh, Javon Quinterly to the last to a last minute transfer via NIL to you know to the Memphis Tigers, uh, and so you only return three guys, and really only one of them played quite a bit the year before, uh, and, and, and that, that's Ryland Griffin and Mark Sears, really two of them, I guess. Only one of them was a starter in Sears. But you return two guys that played a lot. I mean, it's pretty amazing what they've been able to accomplish. I mean, no question about it. I mean, they've they've done a remarkable job because Davin Cosby was basically a red shirt. Nick Pringle was, uh, you know, maybe your 11th and 12th guy. So you only bring back two experienced guys. Pringle has been up and down this year. And, of course, uh, you know, Cosby has been a guy that's played in spots. But you really return only two guys. You replace your entire coaching staff uh, when when Antoine Petway goes to Kennesaw State, uh, you know, and and Brian Hodgson goes to Arkansas State, uh, and then Charlie Henry goes to Georgia Southern, and you're still at the top of the SEC. I think it's coaching, and especially when you can see the deficiencies this team has defensively. Now they're still the number one offensive team in the country, and very fun to watch. But they they have flaws. But the thing about it is. I think the best team in the conference is probably Tennessee, regardless of who wins the league. But they've even had issues playing on the road. And, and so I just think overall, when you look at what Nate Oates has done, uh, I think he uh, and Lamont Paris are easily the, the front runners for coach of the year in the SEC. When you reflect on second and 26, because for the rest of our life, a walk-off national championship against uh, – who was that coach over in Athens? I forget his name. Um Kirby Freeze, I mean smart. Yeah, Kirby Freeze, I mean smart. Uh, yes. Uh, when you think about that moment in time, and I just wanted to hear you say it, it, it's music to my ears. I mean, it is the energy. It's like drinking a Gatorade on a 100-degree day. When you say Kirby Freeze, I mean smart, it gets us all fired up, okay? Because you think about it from a dog perspective, if you look back at that moment, that was that was Kirby Smart making some big coaching mistakes. Well, he's used to it. He's one in five against the boogeyman. And, uh, the boogeyman retired. And, you know, Georgia was two and nine against the boogeyman. Now, uh, they seem to forget that. And idiots like Mike Griffith seem to think that, uh, Alabama football is going to cease to exist because they hired Kalen DeBoer. And they, he kind of ignores the fact that, uh, Saban owned Kirby. And the only reason they won one time was because of two ACL injuries. But hey, neither here nor there. Congratulations. Georgia did win a couple of national championships. Uh, they've won two. Alabama's won 18. There's a big difference in that. I get, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Forgot Herschel. So they've won three. They're only 15 behind Alabama. You know, they, they might catch Alabama in the year 3050. Uh, but we'll see. Probably not though. And, and again, they're going to, and they're going to learn, uh, how tough it is to win each and every year. They learn this year because I think a lot of them had already bought tickets and thought they were going to three-peat and Kirby was going to show Saban who the man was, and we all saw what happened. Saban took Jalen Milrow, who lost to Texas by 10 early in the regular season and who had struggled you know, through the first part of the year. And by the time they played the Georgia Bulldogs, we all know what happened. Alabama won a game that was 27-24, but it really wasn't that close. And so then he tried to turn around and, uh, and steal Caleb Downs by having by hiring Traverius Robinson, that blew up in his face too. And so, uh, and then, and then uh, we, we we all know where Caleb Downs is. He's at Ohio State. So uh, Georgia's still very good. They're going to be one of the front runners. They should be in the playoff. But again, and they were probably one of the top four this year. Uh, but their daddy had to send them home. 
Well, and you, you do think about that. I mean, to never be able to, in their opinion, right or wrong, right? They, they they were never able to correct that. And so Nick Saban walking out, as you mentioned, the record there against the dogs, uh, that will be one of those regardless of how they beat Alabama the next two years, three years, or if they don't any. Uh, that's still in the back of their mind that uh, uh, the king was still in Tuscaloosa, even during your peak. Yeah, you got him a couple times, but at the end of the day. But, I mean, that's second and 26. When I when I say that play from an Alabama perspective, Drew, you're leading off this conversation. This is going to be the theme, the remaining part of the show. Is that the greatest play in Alabama history, in your opinion? Well, it's the greatest I've ever seen. When you think about what was at stake, and that was to win a national championship. And, and people forget just because of the completion, but Alabama was trailing in the game. They had to at least kick a field goal to continue the game, but they needed to score a touchdown to win it. Uh, and they were, you know, Georgia was just two or three plays away, I guess three, uh, from winning a national championship. And so Alabama, it was the greatest pass in Alabama history, even better than the Grave Digger, uh, which beat Auburn. But, you know, that was to win an Iron Bowl and an eventual SEC title. It wasn't to win a national championship. And it wasn't by a quarterback who hadn't played in, 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 uh, you know, in, in, in two or three months and really hadn't played since, I guess it was two months or three, really. And about you know, in about ninety days, the last time he had played was uh, mid October against Tennessee. And when you think about that, it's a I guess you could say it was nearly three months since he had played a meaningful snap. And really, that wasn't a meaningful snap. He really hadn't played meaningful snaps all year. And he comes into a ball game down thirteen to nothing against the supposed best team in the country and shreds them. I mean, you can't get any bigger than that. And to throw a pass after taking a sack, a bad sack. And then to throw that what is the greatest pass in Alabama history is something that will always, you know, be a special moment uh, for any Alabama fan. Because, again, uh, I know we've had some national championship games end in dramatic fashion, but I don't think we've ever had one end like that. And it was just a remarkable game. And a remarkable performance by one of the greatest players in Todd history in Tua Tungvaluwa. It was. It was. And I'll never forget it, uh, you know, going in that, watching Kirby after the game get mad and want to go in the locker room. See, people don't even know this story. But uh, it, it is uh, – I mean, he, he was mad at Nick Saban for something. I don't know, nothing he said. But uh, I guess if you get your butt kicked the way that he got his butt kicked against with Nick Saban. Because he coached – he always coached tight against Nick Saban. I mean, I thought this past year he made some mistakes. Um, down on the goal line, I thought there was some play calling that could have some, preserved some time for them. Uh, I always think Kirby Smart just coached tight against Nick Saban, in my opinion. Uh, well, we call that. There's a two-word letter. There's a two-word uh, you know, word, uh, phrase to that, uh, Fowler. What is it? When you coach tight against Nick Saban, it's called the Kiffin. The Kiffin? Yeah. Okay. Help me. Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin uh, oh. basically coined it. Yeah. You know? yeah. The Kiffin. Yeah. They all tie, They all coach tight against their dad. They do. They do. And, they do. And Kiffin, Kiffin did it as uh, bad or worse than, than Kirby ever did. But I, I call it the Kiffin because he was the first one to get just lamb blasted. He's the only hit assistant coach to get fired by Nick Saban in season. So you have to call that the Kiffin. Wow. You think about it, though. If Kiffin stays here, I, I don't think there's any doubt they win another national title. Of course. Yeah. He cost his team a national championship. He did. And, and, then, he, and then he put Steve Sarkeesian in a tight situation, and a lot of Alabama fans blame Stark, but it really wasn't Stark's fault. And Stark came back, you know, in, in, a, in a couple years and, 
and rectified that and put together the greatest offense uh, in Alabama history, in my opinion, in 2020, better than any Wayne Kiffin ever did. Drew, let's go to seven days away from spring practice, seven days away from three practices next week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, for Kaywin DeBoer, uh, the era beginning here in Tuscaloosa. Uh, when you When you look at this upcoming spring, what are you dialed in on? What's some of the biggest questions you have around this football team? Well, the, the makeup of the secondary on defense. I mean, you know, you've only got Malachi Moore back probably, you know, at a star-type position. I have to say probably because, again, it's a four-two-five. They're going to play a lot of nickel. I would think that the nickel would be Malachi. He he can play anywhere in the secondary, though, but he's very experienced. He's back, but you got wide-open competition at corner. Um, you got open competition at safety, especially with Caleb Downs moving on. Uh, no doubt about that. And and then you got and then on offense, it's definitely the tackle spots, right and left tackle. I mean, who is it, is Eliza Pritchard going to take advantage of opportunities? Is is Will Conformby? Is Miles McVeigh? Uh, you got to see, you know, who all is going to be given an opportunity at tackle. Uh, and then, of course, quarterback uh, Jalen Milrow is the incumbent. They did some great things a year ago. Uh, quarterback Alabama nearly to the national championship game, uh, beat Georgia to win the SEC, but it's a completely new offense, completely new system. So how does he adapt to that system? Uh, just, you know, Austin Mack, you know, what does he look like? He knows it already, but how does he, you know, acclimate to his new teammates and, and these guys? And so I think those three areas, uh, you know, offensive tackle, secondary, and quarterback are going to be the most watched. I mean, everybody – also, is dying to see Justice Haynes if he stayed, uh, you know, and is a guy that could another could be another thorn in Kirby's side with his dad, Deron, being a former dog. But, you know, Justice, I know, I think he's going to be a really good fit for this offense. But uh, and, and everybody's excited to see those running backs. But the positions to me that have the most intrigue uh, are, you know, offensive tackle, the entire secondary, because it's basically being rebuilt, fans Malachi. And then, you know, when you look at it, uh, you know, the quarterback position, just simply because the quarterback position, this is a quarterback-centric offense under Kalen DeBoer. And you want to see how Jalen Milrose adapting to it and growing. And then if some guys like Austin Mack and, or Dylan Lonergan or Ty Simpson are pushing him hard. It's going to be a lot of fun. Drew Armin, 97.7 The Zone, up in Huntsville, talking ball, the only sports station in the Rocket City, uh, 97.7 The Zone. Drew D, 977 ESPN. Drew D, 977ESPN. Uh, Drew, we'll see you very, very soon, man. Thank you, as always, for being a part of our show. Well, enjoy the spring practice next week, Ryan. I know you're going to be a kid in the candy store. Probably going to, you're probably going to be out here in the sun next week. Well, I'm, I'm already working on my suntan. That's why I, sp- I mean, see, when I went to the beach last week, that was all about trying to get ready for the upcoming spring. I there mean, you go. So, I mean, I was just trying to make sure that, you know, I don't want to get burned. You know, I mean, I'm trying to uh, to build up to it, the tolerance of uh, the sun. But it, it's a beautiful day in Tuscaloosa. I don't know what next week will hold, but uh, it's kind of hard. That's to com- the south, man. It's 72 degrees and breezy here in Huntsville in the Rocket City. And two weeks ago, it was 20. Well, and, and right now, I just checked Tuscaloosa at 77 degrees right now in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> so uh, think about it. I mean, listen, if you're cable to bore, uh, let's go to Seattle real quick. Let, let's just see what the temp is from Seattle. I mean, you know, the first couple of days, I was a little bit worried, okay, that we yeah. had rolled out this carpet of, you know, freezing weather. And 
but now in Seattle, it's 43 right now. 43. There we go. So, uh, Coach, you traded this for that. I think you won well, at the end at the end of the day. That's why people loved Tuscaloosa. And no offense to our friends out in Seattle, but nobody says I'm going to retire and move to Seattle. Well, I am going to tweet a picture out after we hang up, Ryan. Okay. I think I found your twin brother in the post office in Huntsville this morning. Really? When yeah, I, he's you, a little bit taller. He looks now, just like you from the back end. All right, Ryan. so hold on, hold on. I, I tell you what, you know, my mom passed away uh, two years ago. It'll be tomorrow. Right. Yeah, tomorrow. No, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I think it, no, I think it's 28th. I guess I, 28th. So no, it was 27th. It was 27th. Uh, I, I wish I could go back and ask some questions because I got some things to to, to ask. Either uh, either my dad maybe um, you know did some things that uh, we didn't know about. I mean, I've never we did one of those genealogy tests because I didn't want to find family. Uh, I mean, like you know, there might be a half brother out there somewhere. Because, uh, but but uh, Greg Byrne tells me that I look identical to his brother. He well, showed you can me check a your phone right now, Ryan. I know he showed you a picture. I've heard the story. Yeah, and, and, and I'm going. I did not realize that there was so many. Oh my lord, how mercy! <laughs> now, now I've, I, I've lost a little bit of weight compared to this cat, though. I mean, this cat. He he, he can be your brother. He man. could be. He could be. Now I don't have the. Oh my lord! What does he look like from the front? I didn't look. I was waiting in line, and he left. And I mean, I thought to myself, I did a triple take. I said, Fowler? Fowler? <laughs> the beard? The glasses? I could tell he had glasses on. I'm like, who is this? Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, he, he's perfect because he didn't have a butt either. You know, I mean, like, I'm looking at his khaki <laughs> pants. I mean, that's one of our problems. If you don't have a butt, it's hard to keep up your, uh, your pants. And uh, he, he's... He's he's dragging too, so uh, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, th- I thought about going to get one of those butt implants, you know, like the ones that kind of <laughs> lift your butt a little bit. Where you, I mean, not not for the purpose of being uh, attractive, but just for the purpose of keeping my pants up because it, it's a little. Oh, you freak! I know it. I know it. Thanks, Dave. But uh, I'm I'm just I'm looking at this guy. You gave me a backside photo of him, and a, uh, what kind of shoes did he have? Does on? anybody want to get nasty? <laughs> Yeah. I was just waiting for him to kind of slightly turn his head, and I was like, he's got glasses, too, and a beard. Unbelievable. Yeah. Well, Greg's kids call me uncle uh, when, oh, when they see me, uh, when they see me around. So now well, they've, they've worked in uncle. Daryl from the Newhart Show. This is Ryan Fowler's other brother, Daryl. Like, like I said, I'd love to be able to go back somehow, some way. Uh, <laughs> th- there's some explanations that I may never get, but uh, I, like I said, my dad's... Uh, been passed away for probably 20 something years and uh so i i can't go back and find answers i mean but but maybe you know maybe there's some uh there's some genes that maybe uh related at some point drew i appreciate you man thank you man have a great uh have a great week we'll see you soon man all right man right, thank you thank you drew d 977 that photo did look i'll have to show it to you uh noah in the break uh this is the uh the back no i'm good i'm good no, no, not me. I'm talking about. I mean, I know we tied in a lot of different things, but uh, this photo that Drew saw in the post office, man, I, I, I guess there is a few people uglier than I am out there. Um, this guy would be probably one of those. We'll continue with more you of the sure game. About that? Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Weekday mornings at 6 a.m., the Martin Houston Show. Join the Martin Houston Show powered by Max Sports. It's the sound of Bama Sports. Your show, your team. 
Join us tomorrow as we bring D.C. D.C. Capstone Report into the conversation. We'll continue to build out the SWOT analysis of the 2024 Alabama football team. We'll also look at the big week in hoops for Alabama basketball. We'll have those conversations and more right here on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and 1230 AM WTBC. Catch the Martin Houston Show from 6 to 7 weekday mornings on Tide 100.9. Hey, it's Boosie at Midtown. T.J. Thomas, he's the Nick Saban of pharmacists. And if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627. Sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side. If you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, PharmacyMidtown.com. PharmacyMidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown, a huge part of our show. DanielMoreArt.com, as we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life, it's DanielMoreArt.com, Christmas time, upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches, Nick Saban and Alabama's given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungabailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant, DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, the game gets a significant discount. You got to put it in the game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select the game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. Dot com. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Made up of these three words that I must say to you. I just called to say I love you. Hey, we're having some fun. We're always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325, Scott the Boulevard, and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. We're taking your phone calls, and we go to Larry. Larry, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Yeah, wonderful. Um, I'll tell you, I hope everybody uh, gets the opportunity that I've had uh, to live through uh, Coach Saban's uh, time and what he brought changed about Alabama and what he brought uh, with his coaching and recruiting skills <clears throat> and also uh, to have another person like Coach Saban come along uh, a few years later. Like I, My first 25 years of life was the Coach Brown and the greatest play, and it was a play because it took everybody to make it happen, was when Alabama played Penn State for the national championship and the Sugar Bowl in 1978, I think it was. And um, they have the pitcher from Daniel Moore with the Alabama uh, defense uh, hitting the uh, Penn State running back after the fourth, it was the fourth play on the goal line, and they stopped him in the air before he got over the goal line. And Alabama won the national championship. Now, my, man, that took everybody on that defense. 
to do that. So in your opinion, in your opinion, you think that is better than the second 26? I do because okay. it took the whole team to make it happen. And, and that, to me, gets forgotten uh, simply because, you know, the Bear Bryant uh, time was back when it was, and most people have no memory of that. Uh, but that's Daniel Moore's beginning. Uh, that's when he started making history with his painting. It's one of our great sponsors, DanielMooreArt.com. And yeah. I have the small version of Goal Line Stand. I don't have a large version, but I do have a, a large version of 2nd and 26. So, Larry, in your opinion, where would 2nd and 26 be? If if it's not 1st, is it 2nd? Right okay. Yeah, well, they would, I don't like, uh, you know, Putting them in that you sound like Coach Saban. Coach Saban would never rank stuff either. He'd be like, I don't like putting stuff in the rankings. So. Well, I mean, you know, they were one with offense, one with defense. But the one that happened with Coach Bryant, it took – they were down there for four plays. And Alabama stopped them with strength inside the five-yard line. And uh, on the last play, it was right on the goal line. And it took the whole team. And you know, when you see it, it just is amazing. Uh, all the different players that were involved in making that, that play. It wasn't just one or two, you know. And I, I know on a play, I play football. So I know when uh, you have a good play, it takes everybody. But that one was especially uh, total inclusiveness uh, to make it. Happen like it did. Well, and, and Larry, you mentioned the fourth down play, but the third down play is one that I always used to uh, talk about with Murray Leg. You know, Murray slipped yeah. down, and the Don McNeil uh, made the play, and and there would have been a no fourth down if if neither one of those players, uh, Don McNeil, coming in and and being able to save that play to set up the fourth down. So, and and what yeah. was it like? Six minutes left in the game, seven minutes left in the game when when the goal line stand. Uh-huh. I don't remember exactly because it's been so long ago, and I was like, uh, I was around 20 uh, when it happened. So, because uh, I was there, Bear Bryant's time was my first 25 years of life. I was born 58, middle of football season. And uh, so, you know, that's what it was. I was playing football in when I was six years old in 1964 uh, when Alabama won their first and, well, their uh, second and third national championship in my lifetime under Coach Brown. Larry, what do you think about Kaylin DeBoer in this system? It gets started seven days away from today. Oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited about it. Really am. Really excited. There, there seems to be a different energy uh, here in Tuscaloosa, and that's no, that's no offense when I say that to Coach Saban. It, but yeah. there, there seems to be a different vibe in the building. Uh, there seems to be a little different energy inside the, the players' side of things. And yeah. I, I think Coach Saban, when you think about retiring, and I've been talking to several different people uh, about this, um, it, it's one of those that, uh, you know, when you spend a couple of minutes thinking about Coach Saban, what forced him out, I think some of this NIL stuff, but I think the other part yeah. of just could not get the quality coaches. And uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a hard time. I, I've never it, seen a time that was de- as depressing, <laughs> if you will, uh, for the hope of the future in football. But I don't know. 
maybe it's going to work out somehow. But I, I do think Kevin Boer is a good guy because he started out uh, in this era, and he's really playing football according to this era. So uh, that's what it's going to take. Well, thank you, Larry. Larry, where are you calling us from? Uh, Alabaster, Alabama. Alabaster, Alabama. Larry, thank you for dialing in to us, man. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank we'll, you. we'll come back. We'll squeeze in Paul and Lincoln. We're asking second 26, and we'll try to fire you up with playing some of those plays. But, you know, if you're a dog fan uh, or if you're an opposing dog fan, which we are in Tuscaloosa, most of us, uh, take the – Take that moment and tag us, you know, a dog in in that. You, you can do that on the Twitter account at Ryan C. Fowler. Remember the website, Tide109.com, Tide109.com. We're taking your phone calls. We'd love to get you involved in the show, 205-342-9904, Tide 100.9, 1230, WTBC, your home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports. Mexican food right there in Northport. If you're looking for the great specials daily, the fajitas are outstanding. The pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream, always a great option. It is Pastors Kitchen Mexican food. Also find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastors Kitchen Mexican food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find him in Northside Pastors Kitchen Mexican food with Pastor Garcia. Tune in to time. Northport Power Equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at Northport Power Equipment. It's two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. This is a special. You're listening to the best sports talk show, breaking down the Crimson Tide. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. I feel you touch me in the pouring rain and the moment that you wonder What kind of moods you're in by the music you're playing? Uh, I mean, you do realize Valentine's Day was a few uh, weeks ago, yeah, right? It's, it's a slow jam Monday. Oh, okay, slow jam Monday. Is that, okay, is that is that what we're calling it now? Uh, I, I'm just in a mood for some slow jam. Okay, today. no, I I have no problem with it, man. I like it. I mean, it, it's uh, you know, music has a purpose of reeling us back in, right? I mean, we've talked about bumper music. I think it's very effective. Uh, the attention uh, span of humans, right? You want to bring them in with something you recognize and And i'm feeling very calm today i'm feeling very chill so you know expressing that it's beautiful it's beautiful outside 77 degrees i i noticed you you got the shorts out today uh yes it's short season everybody Woo! i i guess i didn't read the memo that it was supposed to be 77 but uh we welcome you into the game here in tuscaloosa noah across the glass i'm ryan fowler we're taking your phone calls we're going to paul and lincoln paul good afternoon you're in the game 
Hey, Ryan, uh, Noah must be taking some of Tony's flagpole medicine today. Uh, sounds like he's in the mood for love. I mean, so far it's it's loved all the way through the first two segments here. I mean, we're, we're we've got oh, yeah. uh, that's one of the one of the BG's biggest hits, and uh, Noah Noah's bringing it today. <laughs> you know, and I saw the BG's perform at the Grand Ole Opry, and I know that has what? Yeah, I did. I, I saw him perform at the Grand Ole Opry, and uh, what a show! What a show! What? It's been a long yeah, time, they, but uh, yeah, those those guys yeah, are talented. It's been a minute. There's only one left, so it has been a while. Uh, but, Ryan, uh, I consider myself very blessed, lucky to be, I guess, old enough to have seen some of the greatest Alabama plays, games uh, that's ever been played. And you're exactly right. The goal line stand would probably have never happened if Don McNeil had not made that stop at the one-yard line. I mean, for all intents and purposes, the receiver was just going to walk in the end zone. But McNeil came out of nowhere like a bullet fired out of a rifle and and cut him down at the one. And uh, they say the rest is history. Well, um, if we were in Boogerville, we wouldn't have this debate. You wouldn't be well, asking. Ryan, you, you're stealing my thunder. Okay, my right? bad. <laughs> I'm going. I was going to lead you right to where I was going. Okay. Uh, yeah, but and, and just contrast our history, Ryan. Contrast the memories, the games that we've seen, we've we've been eyewitness to. Contrast that to the Bugs, Ryan. They have been living on the kick six for ten years, going on eleven. Years. What else do they have? That, right, they, that's what I'm saying. They, they are so irrelevant. They have rehashed, they have replayed that one play. I guess it sustained them from being irrelevant for the last 10 years. Because that's it, Ryan. That's all they've got. They have nothing else in the closet. Nothing. That's the only thing they can hold, they can hang their hat on. But I dare say, Ryan, the last two trips to to Bugville, to Lee County for, for Alabama in 21 and, last, and uh, this past season has more than made up for the for the kick six in the eyes of Alabama fans. Would you not agree? I absolutely. Yes. The way with the way we cut their heart out in 21, that was bad enough. To scan into the stands and look at look at the faces of those degenerates, of those low-life scumbags. Just look at them. I mean, how many times did Alabama fans had that same look on their face after a game in Lee County? And then look at this past season, fourth and 31. Ryan Revival is breaking out in the stands. They are getting ready to mush-rush Pat Dyfield. They're going to tear down the hedges. They're going to rip up the turf. They're probably going to tear down the goalposts. They can taste it. They can feel it because it's on the way. And my gosh, fourth and 31, the grave digger. It absolutely cut their heart out. There was not an ounce of blood left in these clowns' bodies after that play. No, it was, they were zero. gutted. Yeah. Absolutely gutted. 
and to see them salty tears just flowing down those red, rosy cheeks. I mean, you talk about something gorgeous, something beautiful. It makes me smile every time I think about that. So, yeah, 21 and 23 has more than made up for the kick six. And let's be honest, that's all they've got. That's it. Well, and think about so, it. If they beat Nick Saban in his final year of coaching, that's a victory lap for them. So course. that so everybody talked about well that thirty one yard reception because of the fourth and thirty one play that okay Isaiah Bonds and Austin he's playing for Texas that play doesn't mean I said no 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 that play means everything I don't care if some of the characters are not not are not on uh, not on the roster anymore that doesn't matter to me it happened I watched it I lived it and again. To see the looks on those faces is it's 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 absolute gold to see those salty tears flowing. I mean it it it, it doesn't get any better than that, right? I'm telling you. And 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 I'll I'll, I'll say this: second and twenty six is is probably the 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 I'll say the greatest. Um, there've been so many runs, so many, but that play ended the game. It ended. There was there was no more overtime. It was it was uh, it was over after that play, and um, so yes, the, it was a stunner to come from thirteen down. The way Alabama looked that first half, I mean, uh, it looked uh, it looked bad. Uh, we looked uh, we looked DOA, but uh, man, Tua, uh, and I and I, I said this before when you show around. Minus the injuries, run. If, if if Tua could have somehow stayed healthy while at Alabama, there's absolutely no telling what that young man could have accomplished. And uh, I think he would have went down as the greatest player in Alabama history. I really believe that. Uh, he was talented. He, he was talented, but the injuries just sure and that's part of it. I mean, it, they, they just they just racked up. They 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 just uh, compiled upon one another and. It's, uh, but that's how, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. But, uh, um, but yeah, man, I'm looking forward to spring run. I know the Bugs, they get their, they get their playoff run started tomorrow. Oh, wow. Uh, down. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's let me, let me free. check, He's uh, got... Noah, Noah, will you see if we're broadcasting live from down in Auburn? Will you see if, see if we are? I mean, cause we need to be fair and balanced. Are we doing that? Uh, let me check real quick. Let me, let me look. Um, let me look here. I'm going to look at my schedule. Um, I don't have anything about Lake County tomorrow nothing. in my schedule. Um, nothing, nothing. Let me see. Maybe we're, maybe we're going to miss the first day, but go down there the second. No, we're not there. Okay. Uh, no, no, I, I don't think we're going to make the trip. So uh, we'll have to depend really? on our fair and balanced state media to provide that true coverage because we're not going to be able to provide oh, well, it. You, yeah. you know that. You know that's going to happen. You yeah. know. You know. Philip Marshall. I'm sure he's going to. He's uh, I mean, he just, he just right. Well, that's just that's who we're gonna, yeah, we're story. gonna lean on to provide the expertise is Philip, yeah, Philip and uh, oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Matthews and a few others down there. So uh, that it really, really Jeffrey it's, Lee. I mean, it, it's um, oh yeah, Jeffrey Lee, he's spot on. Yeah, what a fraud he is. I didn't uh, say that. You Ryan said that. I did. I said it. Yes, I said it. But you can, <laughs> I'll say it again. He is a major fraud. I mean, the whole bunch is. I mean, it's it's not like they're, he stands they're out. They're pathetic. So they're pathetic. Uh, Ryan, is, is, is Baminick, you see Baminick on the call board anywhere? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, but, I mean, what? after, I mean, he took us world famous, uh, last week. So, uh, and he wasn't, he Friday, wasn't, I mean, he wasn't, 
him and, Intoxicated. Him and Jim. You don't see you see Jim? No Jim. No Jim. So no Jim. No could have, Jim, it no could have been it could have been a one hit wonder like the uh the, the groups in the sixties. It could have just been a one yeah. hit wonder. Yeah. So uh anyway. Okay. Well I'll, I'll, I'll listen anyway, Ryan. Maybe they maybe they'll show up. Well, I mean they gotta save the show. I mean Batman Nick. Thanks, Paul. <laughs> For those who did not listen to Free For All Friday, sponsored by Brian Hard Construction, you have absolutely no clue what we're talking about. But uh, Jim and Bamanek fired off the show on a Friday. Uh, we did come to a little bit of screeching slowdown a little bit, but uh, we were able to manage. We were able to do a Free For All Friday, sponsored by Brian Hard Construction. We'll take your phone calls. We'll come back. We'll get to those coming up next. With second and 26, the greatest play in Alabama history. And I like this spot that Alabama's in. What is it? We'll talk about it next. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer. Tonight in the NBA, the Miami Heat will be without Tyler Hero and Terry Rozier against Sacramento. That's according to the Bleacher Report. Heat already shorthanded as Jimmy Butler will miss the game because of his suspension. Warriors guard Chris Paul will return to action tomorrow against the Wizards after missing a month and a half with a fractured hand. In baseball, the Twins are acquiring outfielder Manuel Margot from the Dodgers. Dodgers are signing free agent Kike Hernandez to a one-year deal. And the Athletics says the St. Louis Cardinals are signing veteran shortstop Brandon Crawford to a contract. Some franchise take news in the NFL. Giants are talking with running back Saquon Barkley about a new deal, according to ESPN, but aren't likely to use the franchise tag on Barkley for the second straight season. Report also says the Titans will not be using the franchise tag on running back Derrick Henry. Cowboys won't use it again on Tony Pollard, and the Raiders aren't likely to use the tag on running back Josh Jacobs, while the Bengals officially tagged wide receiver T. Higgins today. Accidents happen. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just like spring this afternoon, the sky partly to mostly sunny, the high 77. Tonight becoming mostly cloudy, the low 58. Tomorrow cloudy during the morning, a few isolated showers. Some sun by afternoon, the high very close to 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 76 degrees in Tuscaloosa. by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325, Scotland Boulevard, and online at com. We're taking your phone calls. We're asking about second and 26. We're also reacting to Alabama. Kind of get uh, right out of the gym when you look at the uh, Kentucky Wildcats. We've talked about that with Drew DeArmond a couple of minutes ago, and we'll talk to uh, Baird Salee. We'll talk to Marty Houston. We're asking about second and 26, that moment. Is that the greatest play in Alabama history? We do have two lines available, 205-342-9904. Let's go. Tommy Romulus. Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well, man. All is well. How, how are you, Ron? I'm great. Great. I hope you are too, man. I am. I'm like your other callers. You know what? 
you get to watch Alabama football all your life, you really can't say what the greatest is. Uh, y'all sound know, just like, like Nick Saban. Yeah, y'all have y'all have developed his personality. Well, it's not going to hurt. It's not going to hurt Barry Krause's feelings if you say second and twenty six is the greatest play in Alabama football history. Well, it might be, but we had two other downs to get the first down, and uh, the one down in Auburn, it was four for thirty one. It was it. It was now another one. We didn't come finish that play. We got ten yards. You know, it still wouldn't have won. We had to get a touchdown, and we accomplished that. That, you know, one of the greatest. I mean. But you have to put yourself in a like role. Just to say, well, what does Auburn have? Yeah, all the greatest win is against Alabama or maybe Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, or whatever, when they won the two national championships. You go to that little museum down there, and there's in there, cracker box, gymnasium, or high school thing. You walk through that for 10 minutes and you're done. You go get a Coke and a hot dog and go watch the rest of the basketball game or the gym that's me or whatever. That's it. We got a whole thing dedicated to Coach Bryant. We're going to have another part dedicated to Nick Saban. Yeah, I'm boring. I'm old. Yeah, I understand that. But you know. But you were on fire on Friday. I mean, your, your call on Friday was, was electric. Well. I got two calls from people saying I was rude. I went, well, tough luck. I said, this cheek, you need to turn another cheek. I said, both of my cheeks are getting red. And to a point, you get tired of it. All right, I'm going to say my piece again. I'm going to start another free-for-all, and it's not Friday. I don't want your show or this show or the list of shows on the game and all that to become spin-off of Paul Feinbaum. You understand what I'm saying? I don't want Paul Feinbaum reading calling this show and dictating like, well, you need to get so-and-so thing. He was a good caller on Feinbaum. If he's such a good caller, why is he not calling Feinbaum? I want Alabama fans. I'm tired of people criticizing Alabama fans. This is Alabama Sport Network. We can disagree. That's fine. But calling people stupid or boring or puppet. All right, let's be real. I'm going to get off my soap, Bob, and I'm going to get chewed out again. But you know what? That's stupid. Sort Tommy, it's never stopped you. Problem. It's what? never stopped you anytime, anytime well, soon? Well, no, but it's going to. No, okay. it, no, no. Because that jerk from Georgia have never broke nothing. He moaned and going about, right. I waited an hour and 45 minutes. Well, if the numbskull really had a private number and he used to call you so, he's the stupidest numbskull you ever have. You know why? Why? Y'all can keep track on him. No other people have problem getting in. Sometimes you don't get in. I haven't got in every day. Well, you know what? That means you got a good show. You got public. Don't bring all these. Right, we do have one line available right now if you if you want. Well, to good. It. Let him call. I don't care. But, you know, when you sit there ripping by now I'm ripping on him. Well, he brought this thing. He's a little snitch and told on me three years ago that I called Fama. Well, somebody bet me. I'm one of my state. You know, you couldn't get on. I didn't think I was going to get on either. Because Feinbaum is a well-known show. You hear Jim, you hear Nick, you think, oh, Feinbaum goes all around the nation. You just locally in the state line of Mississippi, if you're the state. No, I want you to come global, but I want you to become the best you can. But then play on like AC, well, let's have a contest. Let's give a trophy out to the best caller. So you give out a trophy and they can collect dust on your pathetic mantle. 
oh, I won the trophy on the runoff on the Paul Obama. No, we talked about Alabama. We criticize Alabama because we have a vested interest in that. I wasn't happy how the basketball team played Saturday. And you know what? Were you, well, we were you yelling at the TV? What? Were you yelling at the TV? No, I'm just like, I'm like, he's right. Well, we don't play defense. Well, I guess you're not coaching defense either. This reminds me of Mark Godfrey teams. Oh, they had great offense, but they didn't want to play defense. Yeah, we played a little defense. We might have made a Final Four when their former players there. You think you made it to the Elite Eight one time? And you must have been satisfied. So your next two years, you didn't do crap. You didn't get out of the 32 round, the second round of the NCAA tournament. And you went to play pro ball and you didn't last two years. I'm not going to name his name. But, you know, focus on the task at hand. Quit worrying about what was. Oh, I'm going to be a superstar. But no. No, it's just so important. Yeah, I got called and somebody laughed and said, I can't believe you told people to suck eggs. I thought I was being nice. I should have told him go jump the river, go to hell, but I didn't. Do. <laughs> you know, Tommy, I, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. No, I mean, I mean, you are you say, are oh, going to get fired up, and bring it. Well, what do you want me to bring? Do you want me to bring good conversation? Let's talk football. Ace and O. I have learned stuff from this show from other callers, but these other two or three you have lately. It's about me, 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 right? Hey, Fowler, Fowler, you don't do me good. I said, Fowler, I need number one caller. I bring Joe Fowler. <laughs> Tommy, you are you are electric today. This is back-to-back days. Tommy getting us fired up. All right. Well, what you want me to I, I told you, don't, he don't want to go down that rabbit hole. He wants me to bring it. The old man can't handle it, okay? The old man can't handle it. I, I think you're right, Tommy. I don't think he can. So, I mean, go hug on your Dylan Maloney post or cut out a Bud Light girl and sleep on your Ric Flair blow-up pillow. I don't care what you do. And drink your pat blue red in your underwear on your front porch. I don't care. Get him, Tommy. Mean enough? Yeah, I think so. I think, you, I okay. think so. Have I brought it? Yes, you have. Yes, you have. Have I been a boring puppy caller today? No, no. You you brought the heat, Tommy. You, you, well, I appreciate it. Thank you. Do you really? Well, you're so welcome, Ron Fowler. Thank you. Uh, you have a wonderful day. You do as well. Thank you, Tommy. Roll Tide. Roll Tide. Tell you what, he needs to get out there and coach practice a little bit. Uh, mouthwatering hot, fresh pizza is available now by DoorDash or visit the Standard on the Strip. We are the home of the 20-inch pizza pie, pepperoni, meat lovers, cheese. Design your own. The Standard on the Strip also features wings, boneless wings, fresh made to order, hand-cut fries, mac and cheese bites, uh, mozzarella cheese sticks. Dine in with a full-service restaurant or order online at thestandardbama.com. Thestandardbama.com. Lunch, dinner, or late night. The best pizza in T-Town is the Standard on the Strip. Yummy. Come back, Blueberry Steve. Montreal, Canada. In three minutes, T-Town, Tide, 100.9, 1230, WTBC, your home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. 
The owners of one of downtown Tuscaloosa's best kept secrets have sold their restaurant after cooking up joy there for almost 10 years. Sweet Home Food Bar opened on University Boulevard next to Black Warrior Brewing Company in the summer of 2014. Recently announced they will close their doors. The last day of operation will be this Thursday, February 29th. Alabamians can get ready for a tease of spring temperatures and maybe even a touch of summer this week. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice daily email newsletters. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business, crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available, the CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardencont.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardencont.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contractors and fabrication, I-beam installation, Brian Harden Construction, every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction. TuscaloosaToyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the pre-owned inventory. Most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Scotland Boulevard. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just like spring this afternoon, the sky partly to mostly sunny, the high 77. Tonight becoming mostly cloudy, the low 58. Tomorrow cloudy during the morning, a few isolated showers, some sun by afternoon, the high very close to 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 76 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to know what's going on with the Crimson Tide? Download the Tide 100.9 app today. Four seconds to go. Lincoln for the lead. one of those great moments when you think about it went on to win a national title we're talking a little alabama crimson tide football we go to montreal canada our good friendly neighbors up there blueberry steve blueberry steve good afternoon you're in the game how are you man my french is not very good i said everything is fine it's a beautiful sunny day not a cloud in the sky now, is it 77 in Montreal like it is here? Uh, 77 minus 32. Okay. So it's about 45. It's okay. really nice and warm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, before I talk to the um, topic of the day, I, I would like to make it, I would like to nominate one of your previous callers, somebody who I'm proud to call my friend, Paul from Lincoln. Okay. I'd like to nom- I'd like to nominate him to be 
the official poet laureate of the of the game um, because of the way that he waxes poetic. It actually brings a tear to my eye the way he describes the book, the way he gets into it. It's so natural. It is so natural. It's amazing. It's amazing. It is poetry. It is poetry. And I know he doesn't mean to be a. I mean, you know, I don't know if he wants to. Would want to become a poet, but it's a, it's something that I would love to nominate, and maybe some other folks and, and could opine on this, and then. Uh, if, uh, if Paul would uh, if Paul would accept when I come down to uh, Tuscaloosa this year, I would uh, again love to meet him. And uh, have you decided uh, which and, game uh, you're coming uh, down for? Uh, not yet. Uh, it won't be uh, an, an SEC game. I don't think it'll probably be uh, an earlier game. But uh, I would I would have loved to 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 come to see uh, to come to see. Uh, 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 the Georgia game, honestly, but it's it's just going to be too expensive for tickets. Well, you know what? I, I really I love the position that Alabama's in uh, currently because it seems to be a lot of doubters out here. But I continue to hear some really good things behind the scenes. I think practice has went oh, over, great. and I say practice; it's, it's fourth quarter program. But they're doing some install. There, there's limited time that they can spend uh, installing. And I think you heard it uh, here last week when we were talking with Tony Franklin talking about installing a new offense. And the NCAA had a rule that you couldn't use a football, so they were using a towel for so many years. But now you can use a football for a limited number of minutes or hours throughout the week. I don't understand that. I don't. Well, whatever, whatever. Anyways, no, I'm very optimistic, honestly. For everything that I hear, uh, everything that I hear uh, from, from obviously, I mean, I only hear from um, my only uh, – way of knowing what's going on with the tide is, is listening to you guys but it's very encouraging very very encouraging. you mean they don't cover the tide up in montreal like if you flipped over to sports talk radio where they're not talking about alabama oh no okay well no. they're lost i, I mean I don't, I don't listen to I, I don't listen to sports talk radio the locals it's too aggregate no 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 but um I would like to opine on your topic of the day because, as you probably know, uh, a second and twenty-six to me is the is the ultimate play. That, that I mean, and what what's very interesting to me, Ryan, is the fact that Coach Saban had the foresight at halftime when Jalen Hurts was not performing to make the switch to put in a kid who was playing high school ball the year before it's probably one of the gutsiest calls in alabama history because if it, if it doesn't if it doesn't work if it doesn't work it's, it's a complete blow up right i mean it's what do you right. do and nick saban you lose your team you lose players transfer portal if you don't make the call then you lose the game And and but you see that's what makes Coach Saban what what makes him the goat. And I mean, listening to Coach DeBoer, although he has a different philosophy, slightly different philosophy, but it's his confidence and his way of like um, your your uh, your your guest Softy 
said the way he likes to attack things is is uh, is very encouraging. But anyways, getting back to that, you had you had mentioned to me on a call last year or when we talked about this that second point six, and I, I asked you about you know that when he took when Tua took that sack before, you told me that coach. Asked him about that. And he did. He said he well, it, it's it's not something I'm breaking. No, and and Tua, Tua tells the story that after the game they're in the locker room and and I think Nick's even Coach Saban has shared the story as well. Is he walks up to Tua and says, "What what were you doing? What were you thinking taking that sack?" And he looked at him and said, "You have to know Tua in his personality. He's very calm, collective. You know, he's also the person that told Nick Saban." You know, he taught him politeness, and he said uh, it's, it's it's hard to be mean to Tua because he's so polite. You know, if you ask him how he's doing, thank you, Coach, for asking me. I'm doing great. I hope you're doing great. And so he said, you know, in the locker room, they're they're sitting there talking, and uh, he says, what were you doing taking a sack? You know, Nick Saban never uses a loses an opportunity to coach. And he says, uh, well, Coach, I, I was just trying to give us more room to throw the football. That and, he, is and Saban responded and says, that blank ain't is not funny. Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's part of the show. Yes. Oh, yes. my God. You witnessed that? I did not. No, no. This was in the locker room. No, I did not. I did not. Uh, I, I was told about it by multiple different people, including two of us talked publicly about it as well. Got it. Got it. Well, I remember uh, after uh, seeing his interview, and I don't know if I told you what really impressed me about him was right after the game. Remember, he had the top of his head. He <clears throat> he had that um, blonde hair patch on the top of his head. I do. Yeah. 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 And the first thing that he said when they asked him about it was that he gave he gave thanks to uh, to his Lord and Savior. I mean, that's that's amazing. I mean, it's, it's a walk off national title. It's like the Game 7 of the World Series. It's a walk-off home run. That's what that play was. So in my opinion, yep. it is the greatest play in Alabama history. Yes. And I, look, I, 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 I respect Tony very much. His knowledge much more than me, Tony from Romulus. But, and when he said, you know, uh, earlier, just a few minutes ago, what he said about, uh, you know, the, um, the, the Grave Digger play being being like the last chance yes yes okay but to me personally a second and 26 is is the pinnacle is the pinnacle anyways that's all i have to say blue bay steve thank you i hope you have an awesome rest of your day thanks for listening in montreal canada man thank you so much blue bay steve roll tide my friend bonjour Right back to you. Let me remind you about the Wharf. If you're looking for a new pair of jeans, Wrangler Levi Lee, you'll find those. If you're looking for Carhartt clothing, you'll find those. If you're looking for a new pair of boots, Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more, you'll find the Wharf, the work in Western headquarters since 1976. The longstanding tradition located on McFarland Boulevard between Winn-Dixie and the Blue Plate, you will find my friends Mark and Lee. The inventory, always great right there. The jeans, 
the work apparel for the entire family, long sleeve, short sleeve, or just the work apparel that you're looking for, all the name brands, it is the Wharf. The work in Western headquarters for the entire family since 1976. We'll continue with more. We're taking your phone calls coming up in just a couple of minutes. Barrett Salee. And then right back to the phone calls. Jumbo will be the first caller on the other side. We continue with more of the game. T-Town tied 100.9, 1230. WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. On the next Inside the Locker Room with Coach Wimp Sanderson and Barry Sanderson. Tune in Tuesday, 7.30. We'll talk with Kevin Skarbinski at 8.15 ESPN Game Day. Jay Billis will join us. We'll talk to Jay about the NCAA and look at game day coming in for the weekend. Inside the Locker Room, weekdays 7 to 9 a.m. on Tide 100.9 and Tide100.9.com. The best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Happy 2nd and 26. You can find it DanielMoreArt.com. DanielMoreArt.com. Where you, whether you're celebrating that special moment, the mini prints, the Nick Saban prints, the larger prints, they're gone. You can also now you can find the mini prints. They did introduce those a couple of years ago. They still have a limited number of artist canvases. So if you're trying to celebrate Nick Saban's legacy in Tuscaloosa, that is also available. The Gravedigger play, uh, 4th and 31. Also, the legacy continues, which is the next 30 years. Featuring the University of Alabama. It's got uh, Nick Saban. It's got Coach Stallings. It's got Mal Moore. A uh, great print that you can see, DanielMoreArt.com. DanielMoreArt.com. And right now we go to Barrett Salee. He's a host of Smothered and Covered. You can also find him on College Sports on Sirius XM Channel 84. Barrett, welcome back to Tuscaloosa. I hope you're having a great day. I'm having a great day. Happy 2nd and 26th to all of your listeners out there. I know it's a, uh, a big-time holiday over there in Tuscaloosa. It is. It is. And I, I believe that uh, Governor Kay Ivey, if she knew what today was, um, then I think she should declare this as a holiday. I mean, th- this should be an honorary day. I don't know how our friends from Lee County would feel about that, but uh, I feel like that it's a it's a holiday. And uh, Well, here's the thing. Maybe your friends in Lee County are playing 3D chess, not checkers, because there's not an April 31st for 4th and 31. Oh, ah, okay, 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 okay. Now, Barrett, you were there. You were there. Matter of fact, uh, you were on the sidelines. You were on the opposing sidelines over on the other corner. I was on the Alabama sidelines because my perspective was a little bit different, and uh, I didn't even think Alabama had a chance. I'd have left at halftime if I could have found a ride back to Tuscaloosa. I mean, I was, I was, I mean, I, I thought the game was well, over. Well, I talked to you at halftime, and you looked pale in the face. Let's yes, just put it there. I was like, <laughs> I mean, because I, I mean, it was just so unprepared. It was, it was an awful. Uh, first half, and I, I thought, uh, okay, well, Nick Saban, little did I know that he was going to make a change. Um, is, is that, from a media perspective, is that the greatest play you've ever covered live? Or can you think of something else that's better that you've covered? Greatest play I've ever covered live? I mean, because that's um, a national championship. You're walking it's a nas- See, The one that, like, the kick six would pop to, end up to mind, too, um, 
You know, I guess it defines best. It depends on best because for a national championship, that was unreal. The kick six was more dramatic and more unexpected for sure. You know, so I, I guess it. I guess you could make. I could make an argument both ways. Um, but for that to happen, especially like the range of emotions for Alabama fans when Tua got sacked and then. Ten seconds later, the national championship sure. is yours. I mean, it's wild, man. You know, it, it, it was a special moment, and and you know, you think about, you know, for dog fans, and and maybe I'm, you know, I'm judging it from the Alabama perspective. I always think that Kirby makes more mistakes in that game against Nick Saban. Because if you look back at that game, yeah, you could celebrate second and 26, but you could also, if you're a dog fan, you look back at Kirby making some key mistakes. He gave Alabama that opportunity to have second and 26. Yeah, well, I mean, and I've said this for years. I mean, in reality, watching that game from start to finish, Georgia should have won relatively handled. Absolutely. Not even close. I mean, they they really should have. And, and that's not a slight against Alabama. It is a slight against truth. But it was his second season. That's the thing is, like, you go back and you think you, you look at it and say, in year two as a head coach anywhere, do you really expect him to be perfect? I mean, the answer is no. Um, so yeah, I mean, looking back at it, I mean, I would say that Alabama should have lost that game by double digits had Kirby been four or five years into his Georgia career, not two. Barrett, everything gets started in this coming days of uh, spring football here in Tuscaloosa. When you look at Alabama, in, in your opinion, what is the number one question you have around this Alabama football team? Depth, roster depth, uh, which is crazy to to think um, based on the way Alabama has, has operated. But you have top-end talent. They're missing in some spots, obviously, because of transfers and graduation or whatever. But it's not Kalen DeBoer's offensive scheme it's not what he does defensively Alabama's going to be fine right um but it's the depth uh, it, can he hit the portal uh in key spots can he recognize this is the biggest thing can he recognize where he absolutely has to hit those spots because he's never been in the SEC before right I think you can sit here and say okay I need x y and z right now but after spring practice when the winter or when the spring portal window opens up can he, prop, can he properly assess those needs and execute that in the transfer portal without being coach in the without being in the SEC before? Like to me, that's the biggest thing is is just roster evaluation, not just from a talent perspective, but from a from a team need in terms of how it competes in this conference. I think there's a. The recognition, I guess, is the right word of of where they actually are in regards to the competition, not just nationally, but in the SEC. Yeah, I saw some odds around the University of Alabama, the SEC championship. We don't we don't expect anything different. Georgia's going to be at number one uh, coming into the season. Sure. That their expectations are there, but I'm a little bit surprised at, at Alabama nine to one below Ole Miss uh, for as far as and odds. Tied with Tennessee and tied with Tennessee. Your reaction there. I think um, those offshore odds that come out right now when nothing is set in stone, they're designed to drive conversation. And, and they do. And they do. They're good for us. Sure. They're good. They do. And, and they're good for us. It's quality content. So 
you can't go. I mean, you can't go put a hundred grand bet on Alabama nine to one an offshore at BetOnline.ag, which is the one that fit these out today. You might be able to place a ten dollar bet on it, but not not anything significant. Um, and so I think for me, Alabama's not going to be picked number one or two and, or three. If right now I put Mississippi ahead of Alabama. I wouldn't put Tennessee tied with Alabama. I put Tennessee behind them. But um, so, so to me, this is all about just driving conversation, and and it's good, you know, because you say these these odds, and I'm going to touch on all four Power Four conferences in my show tomorrow. It, it's good. It's good to get a fan base angry. It's good to get a fan base excited. Um, I, I know. Fans don't like being disrespected, but you like being in the conversation. And for our sport, it's really good that these come out. Now, I don't see how you could put Alabama tied with Tennessee at all, much less, um, you know, with Tennessee having some issues itself. But um, behind Ole Miss, I can see it, especially now with the roster issues that, that Alabama had. So what would it be if Kalen DeBoer can win number year number one? and win the SEC? I mean, if, if he can define these odds and go win it all, what would that say to the rest of the league? Uh, that the Bama machine knows no bounds. <laughs> I mean, if Les Miles can <laughs> ride it to a championship, uh, surely Kalen DeBoer can. Not yeah, number one, um, not yeah, number I, I one but, yeah, you know, quickly. If, if Kalen DeBoer wins big quickly, um, that's almost worse than Nick Saban being an L. I mean, not almost it would be worse than Nick Saban being at Alabama. Because at least, like for Nick Saban to take Alabama to a national title, everyone knew Alabama was going to get to that point, or at least be in that conversation with Nick Saban when he was hired, right? Um, if you can do it with Kalen DeBoer, I mean, I, the rest of the conference is going to look around going, well, what the heck can we do to fix this? Is there anything we can do to fix this? And that, that is the, the story. But let me ask you about Texas because Texas is at that five to two spot, second behind Georgia. It just, in your opinion, does Texas have staying power? Yes. Yes. And I know there's this idea around the SEC. Well, it, they can't come in and compete in the SEC. They're playing the big, like, did you watch the, the, uh, Alabama Texas game? Because Texas whipped Alabama on the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Like, if, if that's not proof that Steve Sarkeesian knows what he's doing, I don't know what is. So, um, are they going to be in the championship game every single season? Probably not. There's too many good teams around. But are they going to be in the discussion? Absolutely. That, because Steve Sarkeesian has built that program to a point where it is ready. And it proved that it was ready last year. Um, not only beating Bama, but getting the college football playoff. Um, and, that coupled with the transfer portal and the ability to sell NIL and use NIL and uh, win, and the knowledge that they have to, to win and already have one at the line of scrimmage, I mean, they're, they're set up perfectly. They're, they're set up perfectly for, for long-term success. And, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago, I would have said that's crazy. But after watching that team this year, watching Sark address the roster the last couple of years, yeah, it's ready. Auburn at 50-1. to one. Um that's yeah. a big number. Huge. That's a really big number. You ready to take a flyer on that? Just throw, a buck, throw some bucks down just in case? <laughs> I mean, it's 51. I mean, what can I mean? You know. Honestly, like I would. I mean, why not? Put 10 bucks down, see what happens. I mean, so here's the question. 
that, that I've got, Barrett. Let's just say, because really what this does is it sets the expectations of where, it's a barometer, right? It's the expectation. Yeah. In other words, they don't expect much from Alabama. Uh, they're down there below uh, Ole Miss and Texas and Georgia. They're fourth in this odds. So when you look at Auburn, how long do you think, because you know this fan base, do you think they'll be patient with Hugh Freeze? I think this year, look, they're not going to fire him after this year, but no, if they yeah. struggle, then the the welcome will be worn out. And I think that, look, if, if this had been a situation where he hadn't married himself to Peyton Thorne, I think that would be different. But the fact that he is tied at the hip to Peyton Thorne and has basically reaffirmed that in the offseason by not going after a transfer quarterback that can compete for the starting job is not and will not sit well in Lee County at all. Um, so, you know, I guess for right now, this is a critical year to show that he is who they hire. Because, I mean, think about this. Hugh Freeze turns average quarterbacks into record setters. I mean, Bo Wallace, Chad Kelly. I mean, it's it, those guys are not superstars, and yet they look like superstars under Hugh Freeze. And if Peyton Thorne can't even be that, then there's going to be a lot of head scratching going on. A lot. Malik Willis. You know, if Hugh, Hugh can't do what he's hired to do with Peyton Thorne and marries himself to Peyton Thorne, that's not going to sit well. All right. Let me tie something in because we know what, what happens if you lose to Alabama, you get in trouble. The same could be said here. Uh, I mean, look at how many coaches went through – uh, that that run there of, of Alabama losing to Auburn quite a bit in the early 2000s, and, and you can go back in, in time. Hugh Freeze comes to Tuscaloosa. Caitlin DeBoer beats okay. him here. The return trip, the three years, uh, Hugh Freeze, how important will the Iron Bowl be in 2025? Because it, to me, if I, I say if you lose that one, it, it's, it, it's Johnny Bar the door. Yes. Uh, especially because it's in Jordan-Hare Stadium, because think of what those people have seen at Jordan-Hare Stadium, right? Hugh Freeze almost beat Nick, like 4th and 31, 4th and 31. Auburn was a, milli- a millimeter from winning that game, right? The Brian Harson four-overtime game. Bo Nix in 19, Jarrett Stidham in 17. Even in 15, the two years after the kick six, Auburn was kind of in that game in the third quarter, fourth qu- early fourth quarter. Like, they're used to being there against Alabama every single season for the last decade and a half, right? In, in that stadium. So if if Hugh loses in year three after losing in year one the way he did, that is going to be very problematic because at some point those fans are going to want to see those close L's turn into W's. And I think – they believe that Hugh Freeze can be that guy. But if he's not that guy by the end of his third year, then things are going to change real quick. Barrett, can you see any possible way that Billy Napier is back at Florida in 2025? No. I mean, that, this odds confirms it. I mean, it's, I mean, he's at the bottom. I mean, Vanderbilt, yeah. Mississippi State, understandable, right? I mean, uh, sure. Arkansas, probably Sam Pittman. This is probably his last hoorah as well. But, I mean, Billy Napier, 100 to 1, 100 to 1 yeah. odds. Yeah. Well, and that, it's interesting, too, because that's 100 to 1. And we all talk about how bad the schedule is, but two of those games don't count towards that 100 to 1. Uh, 100 to 1. And that's UCF and Miami, right? So, um, 
Yeah, it, it's if they go seven and five, I think he probably keeps his job. Problem is, I don't see how any possible way they go seven and five. I don't know. Six and six to me would actually still be a very good season for Florida, but I'm not a Florida decision maker. I'm not a Florida alum. Uh, that would uh, that would be that would be all she wrote. But it's I mean, man, you're talking about a critical year for Billy Napier. The schedule gods just hate him apparently because that's just awful. Barry, let's talk about uh, everything that you're doing. To, uh, promote, smothered, and covered. Yeah, college football smothered and covered. I'm bringing back a the, the new version. I had to give up SEC smothered and covered in 2018 for reasons uh, I didn't necessarily appreciate, but it was doing really, really well. 1.3 million listens, and so uh, brought it back in national form in 20 uh, or in February. Uh, enjoying being independent, enjoying the flexibility, enjoying the ability that I have to to be uh, not tied to to corporate media, to legacy media. So it's been a lot of fun. Really excited. Trying to do it every single day. Uh, went on vacation last week. We'll go on vacation next week. So it's not necessarily every single day, but working with it, whether to, you know, do it live every day, when to do it live, if to do it live every day. And, you know, while I'm not in town at the studio, um, doing audio only versions, versions from wherever I am. So okay. it's been a lot of fun. Um, had a, had a great reception so far. Advertisers already on board. So it's been a lot of fun. And did you uh, – where, where are you headed next week? Because you just got back from the uh, ski slopes. Are you going to warmer weather next week? Yeah, it's our spring break, and my wife's a Disney vacation. Did, player, so. I knew Disney was in the lineup. Yeah. I knew it. I knew it. But you know what? Well, I mean, I, look, the kids love it. The yes. kids love it. She plans she plans Disney trips for a lot of coaches, by the way. Glenn Schumann's actually going um, next week. She planned his trip. Um, so, But – you know, it's cheap. When you can get Disney for cheap and the kids love it, you kind of have to take advantage, right? No, no, no. Listen, listen, I – I because reg- our daughter has now reached the age where she no longer has an interest in Disney, right? I mean, I mean, she's, she's an adult. So uh, I, I miss those days because Disney was if, – if I did have a favorite park, it was Disney. You could give me Disney any day compared com- – you know, compared to like Six Flags or, or one of these theme yeah. parks. No, no, no. Because Disney, there, there's places to relax. I mean, you can sit down um, and watch a show and, you know, get onto the AC and, yeah, there's some options. Uh, well, and with a massive discount on the Disney dining plan and if the joy we have of going to Guardians of the Galaxy and Thorn and Test Track at Epcot, eating and drinking around the world at Epcot is pretty fun. Just gonna go ahead and put it's that my, out there. My, probably my favorite part. Probably my favorite part, uh, oh, especially awesome. especially it's the awesome. food wise. The food wise. I mean, here we are. Oh, when we're plugging so Disney. Uh, so if you need Barrett's wife, you to can take, call. You can te- you can DM me. My wife will plan your trip. And and you need if you've never been, and it's your first trip. Uh, you need a planner uh, because it, it oh, is. Oh gosh. Yeah, I because the first year, first time we went down, we were lost. I mean, we had no clue. Oh yeah, yeah. So. It's it's like rocket science trying to figure out exactly how that thing. We works. want to eat here, so, yeah. but we want to go to this show. But hold on, we want to see this, and we want to see the castle, we want to see the parade, but we want to be back here. I mean, it, yeah, it's chaos. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. Hey, Barrett, I appreciate you, man. We'll talk to you next week, or actually, talk to you the week after. You'll be in Disney. And, week uh, after, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, man. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, Ryan. Happy second and twenty-six. Happy second and twenty-six. Uh, it is Barrett Salee there. We'll come back, Jumbo. On the other side, T-Town, Tide, 100.9, 1230, WTBC, your home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports.
You know, we talk about grilling so often. If you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just like spring this afternoon, the sky partly to mostly sunny, the high 77. Tonight becoming mostly cloudy, the low 58. Tomorrow cloudy during the morning, a few isolated showers, some sun by afternoon, the high very close to 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Alabama fans are all over the world, and we are too. Download the Tide 100.9 app right now in the App Store and Google Play and take the Crimson Tide everywhere you go. Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Please all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. All right, second and 26. Is that the greatest play in Alabama history, in your opinion? If not, what is? And you think about Alabama, you start kind of making your mind think. Goal line stand, certainly one of those. And you think about 1992. That was some great moments in that uh, plays in Alabama. Listen, we're playing with house money. Let's take phone calls. Let's go to Jumbo. Jumbo, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Well, every time I hear that music, I just get pumped. Uh, my blood gets a flowing, and I am ready to get in a squared circle. Man. Right. There we go. There we go. Hey, mm. mm. uh, let me, I, I want to say something. Um, I haven't called in as much as what I normally do, but I've been sitting back listening to everybody. And, and, you know, we, we, we all are friends on this show, the people who've been on here for a long time. And, you know, Ron, you and I have met with a bunch of other ones, and they've met with us, you know, and we've had just a super time. Um, but I got to jump on board with Tommy, man. I'm, I'm loving his calls the last two or three times. This guy, I have learned so much from him, and I've learned so much from Booth and Paul and, and both uh, Roberts, one from Mobile, the one in Brookwood. Um, and I've learned a ton from you just listening to you guys talk and not really calling in, but what you bring to the table. And the, pl- the people we have on the show, they really bring it. And I got I to gotta go knock this guy because I didn't like him on Firebomb. He had a lot of bad things to say about me. He was always calling people names. And the guy is just a joke. He wasn't a great athlete in high school. If he was, he would have played Major League Baseball and all that stuff, but he didn't. The guy, it's about him, him, him. And you make it about everybody, not just one person. And we kind of all jump in on that, and we don't make it about ourselves. We make it about each other. And um, we've gotten to where we respect everybody. But, Jim, go your butt back to Firebomb. Get off of our show. You're not what you say you are. You're full of, you're full of hogwash. And I'm going to leave it at that, but... Tommy is right on it. And, and Tommy, keep bringing it, brother, because, boy, you you are bringing it. 
you have been on fire. Yeah, t- Tommy, if, if there is one thing that uh, Jim brought is uh, Tommy's been fired up. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it's last couple of calls. Tommy's taking it to, like, the A game. Well, he's got that passion, just like the rest of us. We have the passion for Alabama football. Tim doesn't make it about you. He doesn't make it about anybody else. It's about Jim, 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 Jim. Me, me, me. I'm the best talk show. I can take your show to wherever. You know what? He can't take your show anywhere but to the toilet. You have made your show what you've made it, which is one of the best dadgum shows in the country, because of how you do, the way you let people speak their mind respectively. They don't get out of, out of hand and, and all that stuff. And, and it's great. And I'm telling y'all, a lot of people don't just just need to sit back and listen, Brian, to what you're bringing to the table, what some of your guests are bringing to the table, but most of all, what the callers are bringing to the table. Tony here in Tuscaloosa, fantastic caller. Paul, fantastic caller. Um, I could go on and on and on, and, and these guys are just great guys, and they love Alabama football. We're passionate about it, and Jim is just passionate about Jim. So, thank you for letting me say that. Hey, Jumbo, is second 26 the greatest play? Because today is 226. 226, 2024. <laughs> is second and 26 the greatest play in Alabama history? Yes or no? Uh. Your hesitation says no. I have to say, well, you know, I saw the 92 game, and I was there. I got I got my tickets. You've seen all that. I got Gino Tretta's mom beside him. And, and we had two super plays in there. One of them was T chasing down that guy and taking the ball from him. That was a fantastic play. Uh, we won a national title. We had a couple interceptions returned for touchdowns. Um yeah, I have to say it's, it's – yeah, it, I believe it would be the top. It, it's the top play because it was the last play of the game, won a national championship. Uh, you couldn't ask for a sweeter uh, nightcap than that. Um, just fantastic. Um, fantastic. And, and Coach Saban making one of the guttiest calls a coach could ever make. And that's why that man – that's why I said he wasn't greater than Bear Bryant because – I could have never made a call like he made putting two in for the second half. But that's why you get paid $12 million a year. There it is. Anything else? Well, um, man, it's a great day. Just might need to be throwing a spinnerbait somewhere. It's pretty out here. Well, we're going to get back on track on the basketball side of things. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Uh, somebody tell me what happened Saturday. I I, told I, everybody I think we thought uh, the game kicked uh, tipped off a little bit later. I, I don't know, but I said turnovers was going to kill us. And they and did. Toward the end of the first half, about five minutes ago, we just got a little reckless for the ball. They were turning it over. Um, I mean, everything that cool. they were shooting was, was going through, so... Nah, well, we don't. But, you know, we live by the three, we die by the three. And Kentucky, um, listen, I, I'm not crazy about Kentucky. I'm not, but they're a great ambassador for this conference. Uh, their basketball program is top-notch. They were hot. They couldn't miss. They were. They had a guy that was 11 for 11. Um, Ryan, they, it, it was just their, their show. It was their day. Um, I mean, they, they just... They took us out behind the woodshed and gave it to us. I mean, we got our tails whooped. And I know basketball better than I do football. And I'm telling you right now, Kentucky could have 
could have competed and beaten any team in the country Saturday. That was just a fantastic performance. I can't sit here and dog them or say uh, you got lucky. Well, you know, the the funniest response I got on the social networks is they were asking if Pete Golding was uh, coaching defense. Well, I got to admit, the last seven minutes of the game, there wasn't no defense on either side. No, of the light. no, there wasn't. So, uh, and hey, we we had some we had some fight, which uh, I guess we could have rolled over. But hey, Jumbo, have a great rest of your day, man. All right, roll tide. God bless y'all. Right back to you. We'll continue with more. We're going to take more phone calls if you want to jump in. We're asking if second and twenty six is the greatest play in Alabama history today. Two twenty six, twenty twenty four. That play. Happened in January of 2018. It was the 2017 season. Second and 26, a 41-yard reception. We roll on. Two hours in, two hours to go. T-Town Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Dan Byer. NFL Combine's coming up in Indianapolis, but also teams around the NFL are deciding whether or not to use the franchise tag. The deadline to do so is March 5th, and the New York Giants, according to ESPN, are talking with running back Saquon Barkley about a new contract, but aren't likely to use the franchise tag on Barkley for the second straight season. Multiple reports say the Titans will not be using the tag on running back Derrick Henry, Cowboys won't be using it on running back Tony Pollard, and the Raiders aren't expected to use it on running back Josh Jacobs. As for the Bengals, they officially take wide receiver T. Higgins today. Ohio State wideout Marvin Harrison Jr. will not be working out at this week's NFL Combine. He will meet with NFL teams. Same situation for LSU wide receiver Malik Neighbors. In college hoops, CBS Sports reports that Purdue center Zach Eady will not return next season. And he won't be using his COVID year, instead choosing to move on to the NBA. Warriors guard Chris Paul will return to action tomorrow against the Wizards after missing a month and a half with a fractured hand. WTBC. We're taking your phone calls. We'd love for you to jump in. 205-342-9904. Roy in Kansas is going to be first up after Martin Houston. We're going to visit here with Martin Houston for a couple of minutes as he leads us out of the gate every morning at 6 a.m. So we're going to leave with him about 10 seconds. I do remind you about Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com. 3325. Skyland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Martin Houston, I hope all is well. Welcome to the game in Tuscaloosa. All is well, Ryan. Glad to be in with the game, sir. Martin, you've been a part of a lot of college football. Uh, second 26 is today. Happy second 26 day, uh, by the way. Is that the greatest play in Alabama history, in your opinion? Oh, man. Um, I, I don't know if it's the greatest play. I think it's probably the single most 
um, uh, let me see, impactful play, meaning what it meant. Um, and I guess that, I guess it's based on how you define greatest play. Um, because, you know, Ryan, you talk about a roller coaster. I mean, when you, when you make us go back and think about that play, we were all like, like just devastated in similar fashion to what happened in the Auburn game of like, oh my goodness, man, how you going to take a sack to us? And before you got through complaining, you know, it was a touchdown, sure. you know, sure. and, uh, and, and I look at, I was looking at this just the other day, Ron, um, of just like some of the times where you saw like the the real Nick Saban that wasn't um, poised, meaning had calculated his response. Because I think I think I think he calculates everything, right? You know, he, he, he scripted out how he's going to respond to just about everything. But that moment, you, you saw him, he was giddy. I mean, when that play happened, he was like a little kid in the candy store. No, and, and, and you think about that moment. I mean, think about the guts that it takes to make that switch. I mean, because yeah. I mean, we all see the outcome that it That's was successful. What you're talking about. But, 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 Martin, what if it, what if it doesn't go that way? What, what if it, okay, let, let's say that it gets worse. Let's say Georgia just beats Alabama by even more than what they were up at halftime. What message does that yeah. send to your locker room? How many guys do you lose in this current era of college football? Yeah, you know, and and, and it was it was gutsy because of not who you put in, but who you took out. You know what I mean? Like the guy you took out had only lost a national championship game with one second to go, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like everybody knew how talented Tua was, but you had to, you had to put him in in a moment where the guy who you were taking out had always managed to still come back, but for some reason you didn't feel like that was going to happen. I I think we lose sight of just how many moves he makes because the quarterback is such a huge, you know, he you, he touches the ball every play, right? Well, Ron, what about what about his playing of um, Leatherwood at left tackle? Yeah, it's big. What, what's his what's his name was getting his butt handed. He to was him, yeah uh, in, in in the first half and and not trying to be funny. If, if they don't make that change, this Tua have the success he's had. Sure, right? Yeah, I mean, right? big always. And, and on that second twenty six play. He sealed it. I mean, because if he, I mean, there was heat coming from that side. And big Alex Leatherwood, right. I thought Daniel Moore did a great job of putting him in that print. Uh, because right. That's what it's saying. a moment, yeah. it doesn't happen if that block is not sealed. Right. And then the other piece of that was um, um, Najee, you know, which helped take off some of the heat from Tua. Because the run game was better in the second half as well. You know, well, and I also love the Terrell, Terrell Lewis play on Georgia on third down that made him kick. I mean, and, and yeah. we think about Terrell Lewis and you know, and one of our colleagues, Christian Miller. Both of them got hurt against Florida State mm-hmm. to start the season, and they busted their butt to get back on the field. And little did they know that they were going to play a key role. That, that, and they did, and that's what was so crazy about that game. And then, of course, so so think about this, Ron. Second and twenty six. Had a freshman running back, true freshman, right? 
quarterback, left tackle, and wide receiver. Now, what's the most important positions on offense? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when that happened, you had to go, wow. Just And he had the guts to make those calls. And, and I think that's what we miss a lot of times, Ryan, is uh, and, and, and not this is not to be negative. I think we missed some of that down the stretch. I don't know that he was doing that quite as much these last few years. I think guys' loyalty was winning out more than deserving, if that makes sense. Heard from some little bit of a rumor uh, that Kane Womack has already sat down with Nick Saban. I also heard that he was highly impressed with this 425 scheme that they're trying to implement. And it even made some comments that uh, they were already th- that they were trying to get this direction. In your opinion, why does a 425 set up better for college football, the future of college football offensively than maybe what coach Saban was running? Well, you know, well, Ryan, but if you if you think about it, it's it's what you decide to label it, okay? Uh, how many times did we run a nickel this year? Nickel defense. A ton. A, a ton. That's a four-two-five. It is um, sure. Yeah, I mean, and, and so it's just what you start with. But how much did Alabama uh, play their base defense? Not much. Not a lot. Yeah. Not much. But what I love about it is, it, it's just like anything else. If it's your base, you tend to have more stuff out of it, Ryan. Um, you tend to, you tend to, uh, have, have more, um, variations of it. So to me, you ask the question, why do I think it, it works in college football? I think it works in college football unless some coaches decide they're going to go back to old school. Okay. Um, or you have some horses. And, and what I mean by that is I love playing against a four man defensive line. As, as a running back, as a fullback. It was like taking candy from a baby uh, because the two outside linebackers had outside contained, so the tackles just had to run them up the field. And then then you had the guard tackle and center that had, you know, uh, the two linebackers, I mean, uh, the backside linebacker um, and, you know, you know, the two down linemen. Those three had those. And then the fullback will lead up on the the other linebacker. This extra safety was either, you know, in the box, uh, and and it would be one on one, or you know, uh, or they would be back off from it. So or they'd be outside. So it, it's just based on what we're going against. But college football has truly gone away where a four two five is important. I mean, will work. Here's the question, Ryan. You have to have that hybrid type line safety or fifth DB needs to be a, 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 a you know a six one six two guy that can take on a tight end that can take on a lead running back um, so that you really end up with three linebackers. It's just one of them is smaller, and then the beauty of it is the reason it works, and I think it gives fit. And I think that's why he called it swarm, right? You can come from so many different places in so many different ways. Just think about the flexibility of blitz packages and, and stunts and showing 
you know, man and dropping into a zone, you know, I, I think that's the beauty of it. And um, if you have some horses on the front line, um, you can run it, but you better have some really good defensive linemen and really good what we call, you know, outside linebackers with their hands in the dirt like Will Anderson will play at times. Now, I know you guys are already counting out Jalen Milrow, um, but I, I heard some really good stuff about uh, leadership. I heard some really good stuff about the first two weeks of install. Uh, he's had some sharp days out there. Well, you know, the kid did graduate in three years, so. Um. Well, now he's a grad student, which we've seen quarterbacks take that big next step. Um, I heard he looked yeah, sharp and, last week. And, and, and as you know, as you just nailed it, Ryan, when them, when those quarterbacks can uh, only – just to tell you, like when I was in grad school, Brian, my senior year uh, of playing, I had one class on Thursday night in an independent study, and I was eligible. <laughs> Those independent studies were fun <laughs> as grad students, by the way. Hey, hey, Ryan, and you know what we did on Thursday? That was the day we practiced in shorts. So don't <laughs> think I was... <laughs> For those who don't know, independent study is self-paced. Uh, <laughs> they give you material, and somehow it just gets done. So, uh, yes. Hey, Ryan, you know what my independent study was? It was the NFL. I was working with I was working with the professor, and we were doing research on the NFL Players Association. So, so it was like it was it was kind of self-serving on top of. <laughs> you know, and Alabama has created, and, and I know all the other colleges do it as well. Um, but when you, when you look at independent study, you can actually major as an undergrad in like this discipline that you create. It's called, yeah. I think it's called, was it new college? Is that right? I think it's new called college. Yeah, new college. Yeah, yeah. I think it's new college. Yeah. So you would literally create your own major. So if you wanted to do that, you yeah. literally go and you say, okay, then, um, you know, you still had to complete your core classes, but, uh, within your, right. your discipline, uh, you create your own discipline. Yeah. So if you want to go study something they don't have, then that's what you do. Um, yeah, but but to your point is I think it's going to be very beneficial and it's good to hear, uh, you know, uh, that Jalen is, is is taking to it. I'm I'm excited to hear that that they're putting. That's one of the benefits of a new coach, Ryan. You're they don't have assumptions, right? They don't you don't have baggage, um, you know, when you come in. Or you could have, but it sounds like Kalen and Sheridan and the staff has said, we're not going to assume he can't do anything based on what we saw last year. We're going to assume he can do everything that Penix could do. And it's, from what I've heard, they're throwing everything at him. Um, and that him, and, and not just him, but the other guys are doing well with it. And I heard good things about Josh Cuevas too. Tied in transfer, yeah. uh, physicality, physicality. Yeah. I mean, in this system, the tight ends, I don't, Amari Knobloch, you, 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 somehow you need to go check, make sure everything's good. Uh, because why did he leave? This offense will feature those big tight ends. Yeah. I, it, it sounds like, and it sounds to me like th- this guy coming in is going to, allow potentially the freshman Jayla, uh, Caleb Odom to come in and be a weapon, Ryan, to be a mismatch in that two tight end flex uh, type of scheme, big. I mean, he's Julio Jones' size. I mean, that's, you know, that's who we're talking about. Um, 
And uh, I had not heard about the physicality, but that's good to hear because when he came in, I was like, "Is what, wh- why? Why would he come being the, with the room we had and considering the guy we lost?" Um, and when you look at it, the guy we lost, I think, is replaced by Caleb Odom. But what we didn't have or needed more of was a physical, you know, tight end um, that that could, you know, help get the edge, get the corner. Uh, and so it's, it's good to hear. And, you know, he was a big play wide receiver last year, Ron. I think he had four catches. All of them were like 40 yards. I did. So when he's using the passing game, you know, he, he's a big play play receiver and so that's exciting to hear i think this team i like this team a lot i like what what i'm hearing so far well martin i think the one thing that i love about this team is how they're doubted by so many different people because i mean we're just reading the vegas experts a couple of minutes ago they've got alabama like fourth behind Ole miss and for SEC Conference Championship ratings, in other words, like the odds, Georgia's one, Texas two, Ole Miss three, Alabama's fourth, tied with Tennessee. If that doesn't motivate yeah. you, then then you probably don't have a lot of competitive uh, spirit in you. <laughs> you don't have any. Uh, I, 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 I asked, you know, and you and I both are out on Facebook, Ryan, and uh, it's always funny to me how, uh, like, some guy said, well, Alabama runs over. I said, you know our coach leaving doesn't make your team better. Ooh, ah, mm, mm, I mean, I mean, I said, you understand that our new coach coached Indy National Championship team. The play, the team that he coached, the team that he coached, I mean, that he's now coaching was in the semifinals. And the only team that beat them, uh, that, that beat Alabama was a team that won the national title and the team that he beat to get to the national title. I said, so what is everybody basing? Why is everybody all of a sudden thinking that their team is better because our team got a new coach? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think it's going to be. I, I mean, I'm excited about the, the potential. Uh, things have to come together, but I, I'm excited about it. And this coach has proven that he can do more with less. Um, and uh, if you ever get a chance to talk to him, Ryan, I just just ask him. Say, Coach, what is it like? Uh, you know, and not 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 for on the air per se, but but I would I would love to see what he thinks, Ryan, um, when he looks at like just the number of horses he sees now compared to what he's seen at every stop he's been. And by the way, Alabama just announced uh, co-defensive coordinator Maurice Linguist and then also uh, uh, Hitchler as well. So, uh, okay, so uh, starting to add some of these names. I mean, we're seven days away from spring practice, and there's a procedure that they have to go through. So it's not like they're yeah. just trying to, well, what are they doing? What are they doing? Well, there's a reason why they're doing this. And, and it's kind of dripping yeah. out through there. And, uh, but at this point, uh, they are settled in. Martin, tell me about Alabama 1. Well, man, Alabama 1, um, membership has its advantages. And we like to encourage you to come uh, become a member of our great institution. Right now, we're making it easy for you and making an opportunity for you to win. 
We have our deposit to win contest going on. You can open up a, uh, a checking account, a deposit account, a uh, qualifying deposit account with as little as $25, uh, and then get like a credit card or get our online banking app, which you're going to want E1, a digital banking app. You're going to want that anyway. And if you do that, we'll make you, uh, uh, a candidate to win a $250 prize, whether it be headphones by Drake, Beats headphones by Drake, or you can get the $250 gift card and that'll also get you entered to win a $1,000 prize to be given away at the end of March. So, uh, membership has its advantages. Come become a member. You can win. Also, it gives you access to our E1 digital banking app, banking wherever you are, our statewide branch network, and our statewide network of any time teller uh, machine. So we love the opportunity to serve you. That's Alabama One, Alabama One, one together, alabamaone.org. It is Martin Houston, 1992 national champion winning fullback at the University of Alabama that leads us out of the lineup right here at 6 a.m. every morning. Martin, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. You too. Roll Tide, man. Roll Tide. We'll continue with more of the game. We're going to take your phone calls, 205-342-9904. Roy in Kansas, first up, I do remind you about R&R Cigars. R&R Cigars, locally owned and operated by Reagan and Randy Starter, 2703 6th Street. Relax and recharge. Relax and recharge. A little college basketball action, R&R Cigars, locally owned and operated by Reagan and Brandy Starner down at the Cigar Mansion. We'll continue. We're going to take in your phone calls. If you want to jump in, we'd love to have you at 205-342-9904. Tide 100.9, 1230, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The owners of one of downtown Tuscaloosa's best-kept secrets have sold their restaurant after cooking up joy there for almost 10 years. Sweet Home Food Bar opened on University Boulevard next to Black Warrior Brewing Company in the summer of 2014. Recently announced they will close their doors. The last day of operation will be this Thursday, February 29th. Alabamians can get ready for a tease of spring temperatures and maybe even a touch of summer this week. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice daily email newsletters. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Well, hello and happy Monday to you. We've got double trouble on McFarland Boulevard dealing with an accident on the eastbound lane at University Boulevard. That one's going to knock out a lane with so traffic maneuvering around that. And again, on eastbound McFarland Boulevard at 15th Street, you've got a wreck that's going to cost you some delays as well. Also, the long-term work on the northeast side of 2059 just before Joe Malisham, slow but steady. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Tam. This report tied 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Just like spring this afternoon, the sky partly to mostly sunny, the high 77. Tonight becoming mostly cloudy, the low 58. Tomorrow cloudy during the morning, a few isolated showers. Some sun by afternoon, the high very close to 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
part of the 90 minutes. We'll be with you all the way until 6 o'clock. Martin Houston leads us out every morning right here at 6 a.m. And then we lead right into Wimp and Barry inside the locker room. 7 until 9, leading right into the Gary Harris show. Uh, there's the conversation when you look at... Uh, that leading right in to T-Town Daily with Wyatt Fulton and also Justin Jones. And then we will be uh, right back there. Well, actually 12 until 2, Miller's Edge. Corey and Christian Miller, I know I've quoted them several times. And uh, there's a couple of the things that we're talking about earlier today that kind of grabbed my attention. I know that, uh, Noah, do you, you have to referee a little bit. I mean, do you have to officiate between Christian and Corey? I mean, a little bit. I mean, do you have to? I have to. So, so I mean, Christian's, like, Christian's dad, Corey, he he really gets to him a little bit. So I have to I have to look at him across the glass and let him know, hey, just, I've, just I've, calm got down, I've got calm your down. back. I've got your back. Well, I like when you know Christian was kind of putting it back on him with uh, talking about South Carolina and because uh, Corey has has taken you know a, a few shots and Christian will kind of put him back and he'll say South Carolina about the. Uh, Shane Beamer were, was going to study K1 DeBoer's offense, and uh, I thought that was kind of a funny segment. Uh, I was having some fun with that. So listening to it right here on Tide 100.9, we'll take phone calls. We do have two lines available if you want to jump in. Play the second and 26 clip from earlier this uh, in the show because that will get people fired up. It, it's something that gets me fired up every, every time I hear it. Uh, and then we'll go to Bubba Northport first up on the other side, or first up on this side. We'll take him in literally like uh, one minute. But uh, this is the way it sounded when you look back. We're asking today, happy second and 26, by the way, is that the greatest play in Alabama history? Is that the greatest moment in Alabama history? I'll tell you somebody else that's winning every single day, and that's the pharmacy at Midtown. It's TJ Thomas, 205-752-0627, the pharmacy at Midtown. Independent-owned pharmacy specializing in walk-in prescriptions, medicine on time, packaging, compounding needs, the pharmacy at Midtown. The pharmacy at Midtown with TJ Thomas, the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and he's winning every day. The Pharmacy at Midtown. It's easy. Get your prescriptions refilled by either calling or visiting pharmacymidtown.com. You're going to pay the same regardless. Let's go to the second and 26 play. Do you think this is the greatest play in Alabama football history? Thank you, Bailoa. Try to make up for it. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Yeah, it's, and we might even go back and play the entire part of that uh, because it, I think it's fun to hear the Russian version, the Spanish version. We, we may play that a little bit later. Let's go to Bubba Northport. Bubba, good afternoon. You're in the game. How are you, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great. That, I, 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 I have a good point. Big time Georgia fans, that feels a furniture rep man when we had our furniture store. Yeah, and I can only imagine these people that call us from Georgia, how much they enjoy today. I, I, I know because I I had actually forgot about it until, I, until your show came over. I had to send him a happy second and 26, and I found Eli Doe's version of it and sent him a little reminder in case he's forgotten. <laughs> I, I can't repeat what he said back, so... 
Well, them dogs, uh, when you see that second 26 play, I mean, they were that close, that close to winning a national title. I'll never players. Repeat what you said because you drifted away just for a second. I'll never forget the, 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 the look of Georgia's team players when after that. I, this, that well, was I think they probably celebrated a little bit too early, Bubba. Yeah, I think they did too. And, and you know, there was a lot. You know, go back to Alabama. We witnessed a lot of good plays. I mean, the George T. takeaway. And what about the uh, onside kick against Clemson? You know, this, yeah, <laughs> a lot play. of things. Huge. But big I mean, play. but okay, but, but here's the question. Here's the question. <laughs> do you think this is the greatest play in Alabama history? Yes or no? I do. I do because. It was what I was called the end of the game in overtime to win a national championship. I really do. Okay. So that's that's my vote. Okay. In your opinion, what's second? Probably go line stance. Fair enough. And, I, and then, you know, just like, I, I think the outside kick top five, the takeaway, of course, it, it's up there. I mean, the kick against Auburn, I was there. I witnessed that. I'll never forget that. So, yeah, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's as my, an Alabama fan, you're, play, you're playing with house money. Well, thank you, Bubba. Anything else? No, I'm good today. Roll Tide. Right back to you. Uh, a lot of things happening around the world at the University of Alabama. I'm going to come back and add to this. We've got some new announcements coming down. We'll discuss that coming up next. We'll take your phone call second and 26. I love the Russian call of it because it's like the, the Spanish call is just high energy. Bah, 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 bah. I mean, just, I mean, loud. And then the Russian call is Alabama national champion. I mean, it's just very like low key, just. And I, I, I know, Jackson, do you know any Russian words? Do you know any, any Russian words? No, neither do I. I mean, you know one? Is it clean? No, it is not. Okay, well, uh, how, how dirty is it? Is it, is it like, uh, I mean, is it, is it below the belt or is it, uh, it, it's another word for a, a female dog. Oh, okay. <laughs> how did you learn that Russian word? I think, uh, I think it was John Wick when he was uh, had to go back to um, where he was from to get, like, sanctuary and weapons. Okay. 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 I got you. I got you. All right. So there it is. Uh, that's the conversation. We'll take your phone calls, 205-342-9904. We'll take those next. T-Town Tide 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Under the 
Alabama Credit Union. Feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com. The mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times, you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money. Whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com. Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. Rumsey Environmental serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago. Moved all of our furniture into a storage container. Brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job Upside, when you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002, Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. The best station in the state, breaking down Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. On my side of town, that lonesome feeling comes to my door, and the whole world turns blue. There's a rundown bar across the railroad track. I got a table for two. I understand the importance of Alabama football and its winning tradition. I'm excited to have the chance to continue to uphold the standard, the Alabama standard, by helping these young men in this program to become the best versions of themselves, end quote. That is the new co-defensive coordinator. Kane Womack is going to be one. Maurice Linguist will be the other. And also now Colin Hitchler will be a co-defensive coordinator. And I was explain behind the scenes why they do this when you look at the co-defensive coordinator route. And one of the reasons why they do that is they groom the next guy. They, they groom the next guy. It was one of the reasons why when you look at Ryan Grubb that they were ready. Uh, I was told behind the scenes it took them about two minutes to go, okay, well, we've been grooming Nick Sheridan. Why would we change? Why would we change to go a different route? They do the co-defensive corner, for one, to have, to add publicity to a assistant coach, but it's also to groom that next guy. That's the way that K. Winnebor likes to run that system. And uh, we'll, we'll talk more about that as we travel throughout the week. Uh, but that's pretty big announcement there. Uh, didn't realize that these guys were going to split that secondary back there. So... Uh, That'll be one of the things that we'll dive into. Uh, we've got a big guest tomorrow that's going to be a part of our show that can help us kind of continue to understand this Kalen DeBoer system of the way that he's doing things. Uh, but also, it said, uh, according to this quote, it said, we're excited to have Maurice and Colin join our staff. Uh, Maurice brings head coaching, both head coaching experience and established record of success, coaching defensive backs. Colin boasts a wealth of knowledge, experience, has a reputation for developing skill sets of the players he coaches, and an excellent tactician. They are both proven recruiters and outstanding teachers, end quote. That is Kaywin DeBoer uh, giving us that quote. Let's take more phone calls here. Uh, before we do that, Jackson, Jackson told me during the break that um, – I mean, it's like the most sinful words I've ever heard on the show behind the scenes. I mean, we talk a lot of things behind the scenes, but Jackson told me 
Um, Jackson, I'll just let you tell the audience. You grew up a Georgia fan? Uh, yes, yes, I did. Uh, so And so you saw the light. And I, you I said, did. I, I said, didn't want to be a loser anymore. Well, I did Boom. say that. I was like, oh. I need to go. Because my two schools, my choices were, uh, for myself, were Auburn and Alabama. Okay. And I said, I'm not going to Auburn. I know that. Like, So you really so grew I'm, up in Alabama? <laughs> Sure. I mean, I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, a Georgia fan. I mean, a Georgia fan. I'm oh, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so you were a lifelong Georgia fan. Uh, lifelong. Did the second twenty six persuade you? I mean, it. it after. I mean, because if we can't beat it, we might as well join them. Right. Exactly. It, it definitely per- helped, uh, for sure. At the okay. seventeen national championships at the time before coming here. Okay. Uh, definitely. Uh, were the the draw. Nick Saban was the draw. I mean, he's second and 26. Uh, I mean, we're going to claim it. Uh, victory, victory. Jackson, I mean, you could have been forever a uh, a dog or you could have been forever a um, a part of the tide. Uh, or you could have been a bug down uh, there. Oh, I mean, no. What no, would no. you have majored at Auburn? I mean, if, if you'd have, I mean, would you be poultry science or uh, tree farming or? Uh, tree farming, I think that that's, that's a good one. Uh. I think maybe a uh, canoe expert, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Or uh, yeah, uh, cow cow uh, enthusiast. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and th- there's a lot of exciting things to study. I, I know those big five stars. They, they look forward to uh, studying poultry science. I, I mean, forget about playing days or offering them to win championships. You come in and say, "Listen, you can major in poultry science." We, we we have that option right here. And, and I mean, the kids are just signed up. I mean, every day. They are. They're lined up. Poultry the science. It's, yeah. a, it's a great major. Uh, let's go to Robert in Mobile. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, I'm good. I hope you are too, man. Thank you for calling in. I uh, just wanted to uh, spend my money up in uh, Vegas with the high rollers and came back empty. <laughs> well, now, now did, you, did you come back negative? That's the That's the trick. Well, you always go. You always come back negative in Vegas. Okay, <laughs> so that's kind of that's kind of how it goes. But you, yeah, you stayed in the uh, Trump Hotel. I know you were telling us that week prior uh, that you were. Oh yeah, oh yes. Yeah. To tell you, your, your listeners out there, if you want to stay in a really nice hotel, it's you know from in Vegas is really not that bad price wise. Uh, Trump International is definitely one of the ones to stay in. It was a gorgeous hotel. And uh, that was on the 57th floor, uh, overlooking the strip. Did you do any shows out there? Oh yeah, yep, yep. Uh, we did David Copperfield. Saw oh, him. Ah, that's uh, good. You know, also, you also saw uh, Michael Jackson's show uh, with one of the uh, Jackson impersonators, which uh, the guy was outstanding. I don't know how he has that much energy. I think he has more energy in the, than a sixty-something-year-old Michael Jackson would ever have at this point in his life. So yeah, it's definitely great, uh, great shows. Went saw the Grand Canyon and the uh, Hoover Dam. So it was, it was a bunch of stuff. You know, it's uh, well, the Hoover Dam is simply amazing uh, to be able to look at that and look at the engineering. Um, oh yeah, that was being able to accomplish. I mean, uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, what what do they call it? The eighth wonder of the world? Or I mean. It, it, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like they've put a terminology out there uh, around the Hoover Dam just because the simply engineer uh, – I mean, you're an engineer. Um, the engineering that it took oh, yeah. to Especially be able to design time. that. Yeah, during the times. I mean, they did it with buckets and strings. 
I mean, let all yeah. that. I mean, <laughs> this current generation, we would uh, we would just we just shut it down, man. I mean, there ain't no way. I mean, in the heat, in some scorching heat at times. Another well. another great point. Uh, the Grand Canyon, of course, was really nice. It was uh, uh, you, you. It's like you you look over, and no matter how close you are, away from the edge you are, you feel like it wasn't good, so you'll fall over. <laughs> you just fall over in it, but yeah, you know, there's no guardrails around, so you really you gotta tread carefully when you're out there. But yeah, it was a really good experience. I definitely would uh, recommend people go. It, it, it definitely was a lot of fun. Hey, uh, second and twenty six. I forgot today was the day. Happy second and twenty six. Happy second and twenty six yeah. day too. Well, you know my feelings about it. Not only I think uh, second and twenty six is the greatest play in Alabama history. I think second and twenty six is the greatest play in the history of sports, uh, especially uh, professional uh, team sports. It's I mean, you just can't beat. A, I can't think of another instance where some team one play they walk off the champion. Ah, uh, well, this is, okay. When the basketball happens a couple of times, no, uh, Elmer Jordan, sure. Michael Jordan, he did it. But even but like teams like football or something like that, you can I can think of a football game where this happened. That it, where you know it's happening. It's for the championship. You make that play, you're uh, you win the championship, and there's nothing else after that. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean think about I mean, the kids. college football rules that set that up, right? I mean, you you got to have overtime. Or it's got to be the last second of the, you know, you got one second and, you know, you throw it up there and it, it makes it. But to be able to do that the way that you were able to do it, uh, wow. And and I, it was the part of the game, you know, from the halftime, you gave up. Yeah. I mean, Alabama, yeah. I mean, I told Barrett, I told many other people in the press box. I mean, if I could have got a ride back because I had uh, rode over there with a guy and came back and if I could have left... I'd have left at halftime. I thought we had no shot of of, of winning of winning that game. None, because I didn't think Nick Saban was going to make the move that it needed to be made. No, it was, and at that point, Georgia was playing the better ball, and they were the better team. You know, we were talking about the game, the play last year uh, with the fourth and forever grave digger. That was, I mean, because it was absolutely great play, uh, but. Alabama shouldn't have been in that position because we were miles better than Auburn. And once again, let the voodoo dolls and us not playing to our, our level get the better of us. Well, we weren't clearly better than Georgia in that game. There was the, the gap between Alabama and Georgia was the razor thin, and we, you weren't really sure we were actually better than them. So that was this whole different uh, animal just to, to uh, overcome in that game. So yeah, I, I think that second and twenty six was. I mean, I think it was a great one of the greatest, the greatest playing sports, my, my opinion. Uh, the, given the circumstances and the way everything was, I think it was. A, and, you, and you're behind as well too. So yeah, and you know, uh, Tua with the look off, uh, looking off the defender, and Devontae, you know, uh, just uh, going out to catch the ball because you can always drop it. It looks like a routine play, but you can always drop it. How many times they get dropped in practice? So yeah, I think I mean there's a lot of circumstances. But I keep that. going and back to this. Part. I keep going back to this too. Is Calvin Ridley stumble when he stumbled going into the end zone? It it Jalen Hurts had delivered a dime to Calvin Ridley, which would have been a touchdown. But Calvin Ridley stumbled in the second quarter trying to get to the end zone, and it was just a. You know, the turf got him. 
And then all of a sudden, yeah. uh, if that moment happens, you may never see it to, to, to a tongue of Aloha in an Alabama uniform. Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, there was a, like, definitely a lot of things that went on uh, that, uh, like I said, like, just, just caused that magic moment. And it was, you know, with the uh, with the, the grave digger last year, you, you, yeah, it was a great play, but you really get the sense of, yeah, but Alabama really underachieved in that game. <laughs> Had they played up to their level, they would have trounced Auburn utterly, and they should have. But the fact that we didn't kind of takes the air out of that play because well, they shouldn't have been there. They should have come around that play in the first place. Second and twenty-six. Hey, no, no, we we shouldn't have trounced Georgia. That that those were two evenly matched teams, as evenly matched as you could possibly be. And I mean, it was just. Uh, it was just like a play here or there that that uh, put you uh, put you put you ahead. If Alabama makes one more mistake, we don't win. And, and so that's how that game came out. So yeah, it was just a different game. So I mean, I'm second and twenty six all the way. Robert, anything else, man? Nope. I uh, just said it's really a good time, like uh, helping Trump pay off all these fraudulent uh, lawsuits. <laughs> They give some money to help that with that cause, and uh, so and they really uh, had a great time. It's uh, missed you guys, but I'm glad it's good to be back. Hey, Robert, right, it's, it's good to have you back. Thank you, man. We appreciate it. Let's continue taking phone calls. We're going to Jason on the other side. T Town Tide 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. Getting busy out there, folks. We are definitely in the heart of your rush to home. And we got accident on 15th Street, both north and southbound at McFarland Boulevard. Another on 15th Street. This one just on the northbound lanes near Hackberry Lane. And this one is uh, making you, uh, keeping you slow in the area. McFarland Boulevard still working that crash on the eastbound lanes at 15th Street as well. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Tammy Thomas. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just like spring this afternoon, the sky partly to mostly sunny, the high 77. Tonight becoming mostly cloudy, the low 58. Tomorrow cloudy during the morning, a few isolated showers, some sun by afternoon, the high very close to 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 75 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where the legends of Alabama football hang out. Lacey, touchdown. Huge hole. Touchdown. Yep, yep. Alabama touchdown. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. At 58 minutes after the hour, we've got a hard break coming up. So I'm going to hold Jason until the top of the hour. In about two minutes, we'll take him about 5.01. So we'll take him on the other side. I do remind you about DCH Health System. Good things are happening at DCH Health System. Three locations here in Tuscaloosa to serve you. Uh, Tuscaloosa, Northport, and also Fayette. It's the great folks right there at DCH. For over 90 years, they have served us. Uh, in several different capacities, we greatly appreciate them for being a part of our show. Math, water, and hot fresh pizza is available now by DoorDash or visit the standard on the strip. We are the home of the 20-inch pizza pie, pepperoni, meat lovers, cheese, or design your own. The standard on the strip also features wings, boneless wings, fresh made to order, hand-cut fries, mac and cheese bites, mozzarella cheese sticks. Dine in with a full-service restaurant or order online at thestandardbama.com. Lunch, dinner, late night, the best pizza in T-Town is the standard on the strip. We'll come back. 
Jason, T-Town, two minutes away. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Dan Byer. The NFL deadline to use the franchise tag on a player comes up next week, March 5th to be exact. But teams are already making their decisions today as ESPN says the Cowboys aren't likely to use the tag on running back Tony Pollard again. And the Giants aren't likely to do so with Saquon Barkley. But the Giants and Barkley are having conversations about a new deal that could keep him in the Big Apple. The Titans won't be using the franchise tag on running back Derrick Henry. He is now likely headed to free agency. The Raiders aren't expected to use the tag on running back Josh Jacobs, while the Bengals officially tagged wide receiver T. Higgins. In college basketball, Houston's the new number one ranked team in the country. Cougars grabbed the top spot in this week's AP Top 25 poll. Purdue was ranked second. CBS Sports says that Purdue center Zach Eady will turn pro after this season and not return for a final season in West Lafayette, which would have been his COVID year. South Carolina remains number one in the women's top 25. St. Louis Cardinals are setting shortstop Brandon Crawford. At Northport Auto Supply. Hey, we do welcome you right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa, tied at 100.9. Let's go through the countdown. Let's go through the countdown. You guys ready? 18 national titles, 30 SEC titles, 147 first-team All-Americans, 77 postseason appearances, 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, the NCAA all-time scoring leader, and the greatest football coaches to ever walk the sidelines. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325. Skyla Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. Now we are seven days away from Alabama spring practice number one. We are 47 days away from A-Day, and we're 187 days away from Western Kentucky. We're not at the back of the slot of the mountain, but at least we're seven days away from spring practice. Uh, we have reacted today to a couple different news, uh, little things out there. We're talking about bet on lines. Got Alabama at fourth uh, in the SEC and projected to win the SEC. Uh, Georgia, Texas, Ole Miss. Three teams that are ahead of Alabama. Mm, that grabs my attention. I know it did yours as well. Let's take phone calls. Let's go to Jay. And that's all powered by Alabama Credit Union. Reminding us to remind you, seven days away from Alabama spring practice. Jason. Jason, good afternoon. You're in the game. Happy second 26 to you. Happy second and 26 to you as well, Ryan. It's been a few so, days, man. I hope all is well, man. Yeah, doing pretty good. Hope you're doing uh, doing, doing good as well. Um so let me let me make sure I understood this right. Uh, we're picked fourth in the SEC, but we're picked to win the SEC. Is that no? I'm sorry. Correction? No, no. I may. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. 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 We are picked okay. fourth behind Georgia, Texas, Ole Miss, and then we're fourth to win the SEC. In other words, we're picked fourth. I may have to do a great job of explaining that, but we're picked fourth gotcha. uh, to win it. In other words, fourth place. So there's three other teams okay. that are highly. Considered according to betonline.ag, which is uh, a gambling side of things. So, 
Okay, okay. So, but uh, hey, not a, not as bad as the bugs. The bugs are fifty oh, to no. one. Fifty to one. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems to be little brother. Let me tell you. I mean, but, um, you know who it, who could go ahead, go ahead. I, I, I was gonna I was gonna say something smart. I was gonna say, oh, if you're making a shot at Auburn, I'll yeah, if you don't play. mind, Jason, I was trying to think who would be the guy that could explain to Kaylin DeBoer what bugs are. <laughs> oh boy, uh, that's a good one. I'd have to think about that one. Um, I mean, could you do it? Oh, I certainly could, but it would have to be off the air. Don't want to get you fined, sir. Okay. But, okay, so, and, and maybe this might be a good show topic one day. If you could tell Kaylin DeBoer one thing about Auburn, what would it be? Ooh. Take little brother syndrome and multiply it times a thousand, and that would be Auburn. Yeah, great point. It, 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 it's one of those things where if you're doing something and achieving, they're going to they're gonna be right there breathing on your neck saying oh i can do it better and then they fail nearly every time to try and even do it better that would be auburn but um anything they can do whether it's horse racing or (laughs) you left out a a, a degree that uh that's a guy behind the 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 um window there could could have could have gone to auburn for you forgot cow patty tossing well, they love doing that. Uh, that's always an option. That's always an option. Um, I mean, could you? I mean, be honest though. You sit down with a five-star player, and you say, "Well, here's the selling points of my university." I mean, I know there's engineering school. They they did have a sociology department at one time because I think Carnell took a lot of those sociology classes. Um, <laughs> and as somebody that had a sociology minor, that is so insulting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, my, not you. Not you. I, I didn't mean to take a shot, but it. I mean, no, it, not it even is, remotely from you. <laughs> but it, but it is. I mean, it, it's they had to create it their own little mate. Anyway, I'm. We're just having way too much fun. So yeah, um, selling points for Auburn. So I, I had a few people that I went to high school with, and uh, they tried to convince me to come to Auburn. I went to Auburn of Montgomery to get my basics, but. Um, a lot of their selling points revolved around the fact that we're only so-and-so hours from the beach. Uh, we're only a couple hours from Atlanta, and you can go see the Braves. Uh, Is that really, really part of their does, sales pitch? It, it, nothing really directly related to their university or, or their accolades or accomplishments or achievements. Um, a lot, and this isn't any surprise to anybody that's paid attention, a lot of uh, a lot of what they had to say uh, as far as trying to get kids to come to Auburn was, we can try and beat Alabama every year. And I was like, oh, congratulations on attempting to, that that state championship every year, guys. We're focused on a bigger prize. <laughs> but I mean, but if you've never won that bigger prize, then you don't know what oh. you're what you're missing. I mean, that's why I could never be a. a oh, oh no! A bug. It's it, it, uh, it's an out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. But uh, I think, it, and I think I'm getting this right, but I, I heard uh, Martin Houston say something to the effect of Saban retiring doesn't make your team better. I loved that, it. I thought it was a – was Man, a, that was a fantastic statement. And I tell you what, uh, I, I'm, I hope he doesn't copyright it because I'm going to be saying that one for a while because that one is spot on, you know, uh, Okay, everybody understands. Well, maybe with the exception of Lee County, but everybody understands 
that Saban, you're not going to have, more than likely, you're not going to have another coach Saban. We get it. If you're a logical thinking person, again, unlike Lee County, you understand that. However, to say that Alabama's going to win only five, six, seven games, uh, you're just, you're, you're, you're making a prediction with your heart and your emotions on that one more than logic. What will uh, these folks, these opposing teams, fan base be able to, like, let's just say Alabama competes. Let's say they win the SEC. Oh, boy. Let, let's say they make it into playoffs. Let's say <laughs> they beat, let's say they beat Georgia. Oh, boy. The, the, the puppies are going to explode. Um, I don't know if you remember it, but I sent you a screenshot of a guy that uh, I know uh, saying that, you know, we were going to just basically be destroyed. Uh, what is it? Georgia comes to us the 28th day, yeah, 28th day of September, fourth game. There you go. Uh, they, they think they're just going to walk in here and we're just going to basically, you know, uh, roll over. Uh, almost like a, a bulldog would do, roll over and show our belly to, to signify that we're giving up, uh, and they're going to beat us by three, four, five touchdowns. Uh, guys, this this team this team is just like uh, previous callers have said. This team is about 95, 90 to 95% still intact from what it was. Uh, and the recruiting class, my goodness, what, we're not number one, we're number two. Oh, look out. Jeez, we're going to hurt so bad. Uh, this team is still going to be a solid team. Uh, you still got a lot of kids on, on this team that want to compete, want to play. They want to win. Uh, we're not just going to roll over and die. Uh, it's not going to happen. Um, if we beat Georgia at home, my goodness. Uh, it, I, I'll say this. I'm glad it's in Tuscaloosa and, and not Athens because if we beat them and, and we were in Athens, oh, my goodness, there would be so many – uh, liquor bottles thrown and, and fights and things of that nature, they would be losing their mind. Uh, they they genuinely think that, that basically now that, that Coach Saban is gone, that that uh, Kirby Smart is, is the next Bear Bryant or, or Nick Saban or someone of he that is. value. Oh, oh, boy. Nick Saban better watch out. Kirby's coming. Yeah, and, and, and I'll say somebody made a good point in the last week or two. Uh, the way that the system is set up now, it's going to be even harder for Kirby Smart to say, to prove and to say that he's anything related to uh, in the boat of, of Coach Saban or Coach Bryant. And uh, I personally think it's absolutely hilarious. I really do because um, without getting to into the fine, calm details uh, – Anybody that, that saw the situation with him leaving Tuscaloosa, uh, you know, taking pictures of, of recruiting boards, burning bridges, uh, negative recruiting ever since he went to UGA, a lot of us true diehard Alabama fans, we respect Kirby, but we don't like him at all. Not one bit. You know, uh, when the, the thing that got me was the negative recruiting from the very second that you, stu- you stood in Athens, Georgia, from somebody that basically made you who you were and showed you the light, gave you the blueprint of how to win, and then you took it and you didn't even respect him to, to the nth degree. Uh, I, I really think that possibly maybe 
Kirby knew what was going to happen with Coach Saban retiring. And, and at the beginning of the SEC championship this past year, that's why he came to him and was all smiles and pats on the back and handshakes. And uh, I think he even finally acknowledged the fact that uh, Coach Saban was, you know, one of the greatest and uh, that he, he basically kind of made Coach Smart who he was. I really think that had a lot to do with it. Otherwise, I don't. I think it had been the same thing, the same smoke and mirrors from Kobe or from Kirby. And uh, again, I I can respect him. He is a national championship winning coach. I don't like him. So all the people that are like, "Oh, we love Kirby," still here in Tuscaloosa. So, hey, you you can have your opinions. That's good. Uh, I I'm not of the same opinion. I am not, and I never will be. I really never will be. But uh, anyway greatest play in Alabama football history. Thank you. I have to say it's second in... in, I do as well. I do as well. I can't think of anything. I don't know. I I mean, yeah, there's some great moments of Alabama football, but but nothing rivals that. There's nothing. I mean... In my opinion. Yeah, uh, same here. I'm of the same opinion. You've got some really great plays that you uh, you could argue as a second, third, fourth, or honorable mention, but a pass to win a national championship after you had to, to, to go through the changing of your quarterback. And, and I'll be honest, going into halftime, I was I was in that stadium. Going into halftime, I was fully prepared to get a whole lot of hell from a bunch of Bulldogs because I didn't think that he was going to change out uh, to a – or excuse me, Hurts for Tua. I didn't think it was happening because everybody that knew Saban knew that he was very dedicated to his, his starters and to his senior players. And I I thought we were just going to, you know, death by a thousand paper cuts, just slowly lose yeah, that one. Good point. Hey, Jason, I got to get to break, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Ryan. Keep fighting the good fight. And God bless. Buddy. Hey, thank you, Jason, here in Tuscaloosa. Let me tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. Now, Paul came out a couple of uh, months ago. Did some measurements. We talked about it. Walk me through the process because I was tired of mulch floating out on the sidewalk. Somehow rain comes in the spring, washes out on the sidewalk. Then what happens? What stains your sidewalk? Then you got to go out and you got to put Clorox or pressure wash. Somehow you got to get it off your sidewalk. Well, plus, uh, you know, when you look at the mulch, the, the plastic just doesn't work, right? Custom curbing for your home or business. Do away that plastic individual stone borders for more permanent decorative concrete border no more grass growing between those individual stones cleaner edge to maintain tuscaloosa custom curvy find him on facebook you say hold on what is what ryan talking about well i can describe the photos i can describe what they did for my home but you can also go see that it was very simple they came out did some measurements and it's more than just curbing you can see it all available on the facebook accounts tuscaloosa custom curvy they are willing to travel Curbing that looks like natural stone, but it's a continuous run of concrete. Many different colors to choose to match up with your home uh, style or maybe design. And uh, their phone number, 205-331-6823. 205-331-6823. Uh, but you can go to the Facebook account. Free quotes, evaluation. They'll also do a phone conversation just to explain what they're doing. Adding value to your home. 100 times i say 1000 times better than plastic because i tried the plastic curbing for years oh well hold on i hit it with a weed ear it broke not gonna have to worry about that this year not gonna have to worry about it this year tuscaloosa custom curbing 205-331-6823 tuscaloosa custom curbing we'll come back we'll take jr out in coker 
We'll take Bama Nick coming up next. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. The owners of one of downtown Tuscaloosa's best-kept secrets have sold their restaurant after cooking up joy there for almost 10 years. Sweet Home Food Bar opened on University Boulevard next to Black Warrior Brewing Company in the summer of 2014. Recently announced they will close their doors. The last day of operation will be this Thursday, February 29th. Alabamians can get ready for a tease of spring temperatures and maybe even a touch of summer this week. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free television. Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice daily email newsletters. Tide 100.9 Traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We're still working this crash on Marlene Wallace Boulevard between McFarland and Hunter Creek Road. Specifically at large drive is where you have that. So you've got moderate delays in the area. Actually pretty heavy delays. Now good news for you. The 15th Street accidents we had both at McFarland Boulevard and Hackberry Lane. Those have since cleared and now you are green for go. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Tammy Thomas. John Wallace CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payrolls, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wallace CPA, 205-345-5595, 205-345-5595. Don Wattis, CPA, the official accountant of the game. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Just like spring this afternoon, the sky partly to mostly sunny, the high 77. Tonight becoming mostly cloudy, the low 58. Tomorrow cloudy during the morning, a few isolated showers, some sun by afternoon, the high very close to 80. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 74 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Where college football season never ends. The game with Ryan Fowler. Your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. That's big boy football. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Chili this week. Oh, great. Great stuff. Fred Garner's always cooking up some good stuff. The Philly cheesesteak, the chicken Philly, the ribeye steak sandwich was uh, top-notch for lunch. Uh, tonight, we are offering the co- uh, coffee rub prime rib, smoked pork chop, black and red snapper with roasted mango sauce. Okay, I'm in. Okay. Speckled butter beans is the side of the day. And if you're looking for a great menu tomorrow, you got the Mushroom Swiss Burger. They're also bringing back the Krispy Kreme Burger. That's right. Two donuts, American cheese, sliced bacon, fried egg, honey wrench, uh, eight-ounce burger, smoked brisket chili cheeseburger tomorrow. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, that's, that's a Joe Duckworth famous right there on that smoked brisket chili. He's highly requested the smoked uh, brisket chili, and it was it was good. Matter of fact, I had lunch today with uh, – our good folks right there. And matter of fact, uh, they're going to take that chili and uh, later this week, they're going to do a little appetizer, chili cheese fries. Southern cuisine. Eat Southern, be Southern at Southern Owl House. Let's go to JR and Coker. JR, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. All right. 
How you doing, Ryan? Ryan Fowler, Fowler. I'm good. I'm good. I hope you are too, man. Yeah, I've been doing the double thing. I don't know why. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's not a stutter, but it started with my one of my cats. I named it Panda, and I just started going Panda Panda. Everybody started calling it Panda Panda. So, <laughs> it started as a little double talk. Anyway, how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm just uh. I know I don't call much anymore. I know I listen why? to it. I, why? I don't know. It's not as hard to get in during this time of the season. I realize that. But, you know, I don't know. I've been really busy, and I've had a lot of issues going on. i got a death in the family. Aww. and a, Yeah, a really fine woman that was... Um, it was uh, really my brother-in-law's mother, and and so, but yeah, she was really close to the family, and all the events centered around her, and so she's going to be missed, very well missed, and she just passed away three days ago. Oh man! <clears throat> but anyway, that and among other things, I'm having some medical issues of my own. My blood sugar has been bouncing around, and I'm hopefully I'm not going to be declared. Diabetic, and I start taking insulin. God forbid. But anyway, hey, guess what, Brian? Oh, what is that? I have given I have given my life over to Christ. That is awesome, Jr. Super cool. Super cool. I knew you'd love. That. I mean, that's I a victory right there, man. Well, that is exactly that is so it awesome. is. Thanks I am so happy. That. I'm so happy. And it happened before all this happened with the loss of my family member, and and and. She didn't know about it, and I went to her dying bed. Excuse me for tearing up a little bit. Okay. I went to her dying bed, and I was giving my life over to Christ, and she smiled for the last time. Wow. Gerald, that, that, touches, uh, that touches my heart because... Uh, I believe it would. It should. Well, that, mean, that's, the, that's the biggest victory you can ever make. I mean, you know, we're, you talking, about the, we're talking about the... You are not kidding. I mean, we're talking about the, the greatest play in Alabama football history with second and 26. And I love that. Let's bounce right on off into that. Something a little happier. But, yeah, that was the most exciting moment in all of Alabama football history that I've ever had. We were sitting around kind of all heck, you know, where our heads hung low and there that play comes up, we're kind of paying half attention and we're watching it with our eyes up and then all of a sudden my head bounced through the hole. I, I knocked a hole in the ceiling with my head. <laughs> it was fantastic. Best well, and, and listen, I'm not, I'll say this, because uh, there's a lot of people that preach uh, prosperity, Christianity, that everything is just perfect once you make that decision. And it's not, JR. I'm here to tell you that there will oh, be. Oh, no, it's a challenge. Yeah, it's there, will be, be a challenge. there will be trials. There will be things that you'll face. Um, that that doesn't well, go your what? way, uh-huh. but as long as you're focused on the prize, then at the end of the day, uh, that's a winning combination. Why, well, man, Jr. That that makes my day, man. It, it makes my day. Thank and, you. Uh, I appreciate it. You know what? I, I I sincerely mean it, and and I think it's the most uh, the most promising thing I've done in my life for well, a long it, it, time. You know, it's it's the ABCs of of uh, accepting Christ as your Savior, right? I mean, the, the exactly. A is admitting that there's a higher power, and that takes humbleness, right? It, it takes the humbleness to be able to say, hey, I'm going to put my selfish ways on the side that I believe that there's a, there's a different way, that I don't have all the answers, and believing uh, that Christ died for your sins and, um, you know, confessing. 
confessing. Hey, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I am as happy as I'm as happy as I've ever been in all of it. And I've got a lot of suffering going on with my health, but yet I feel lifted, you know. I feel like I have some support. To well, to it. understand that there's, yeah, I mean, that's that's awesome. And uh, I'm not here to push my faith on anybody. Um, well, I'm not I, here to do you know, either. Well, no, and I know but you're I not. Just, but I, well, I want to share that because I I'm think glad it's you did, a wonderful man. thing. Uh, that is awesome. JR, thank you thank you for sharing for once because it takes courage to do that. I mean, it, it takes it, courage it, to it, share. In fact, it does. It really does. Because you know what? That's been the biggest holdback. I mean. Well, because, well, and, and people, you know, especially, I, I don't know your life, but, you know, once you do, people well, begin. I got to, a lot of friends well, that are dove down way deep into the wrong, wrong territory. Well, and and, and, and and so if that happens, people will automatically judge you and they'll say, oh, man, I mean, you know. And, I don't want to. And they'll, they'll I, be I, taking. I'm not, I'm, not saying yeah. I, I'm not saying I dove down there with them. I'm just saying, you know, I'm kind of like, hey, friends, you know. You know, so I, I don't know. I just kind of, it's been a tough decision. But I have worked on it, worked on it, and dwelled on it for so long that it's just been a relief to finally let go and well, do it. That's the first start. That's the first start, and, and that's the A part of uh, the ABCs of salvation. Man, well, that, thank you so much, Brian, for saying what you just said. Appreciate it, everything. Well, stay encouraged, man. Stay encouraged. Uh, JR, I definitely will. Greatest play in Alabama football history, second twenty six. Yes, I, I love it. I think it was the be- the best play in all of Alabama history. I mean, there's nothing that compares to being down like that we were. Second 26 for one and have a freshman quarterback come in and replacing Jalen Hurts and, and have them throw an almost dime. Well, it was a dime. It wasn't a, we didn't anything other than throw a dime to a, a freshman receiver and pull off the national championship in one play. I've never seen anything like it, and I doubt I ever will again in my lifetime. But, I mean, I've lived a lot of years watching Alabama football, but that one tops it all. Perfect. I can't say no more than that. <laughs> well, thank you, JR. We appreciate you uh, sharing your message. Okay, man. buddy. I really appreciate you, and I love you much. I love everybody. Take care. Thank you. JR. Wow. Different spirit about him, man. That's awesome. Uh, we'll continue. We'll take more phone calls coming up in just a couple of minutes. We roll on. Let me tell you about the standard. Hey, you looking for some good pizza? How about the standard right there on the strip? It is thestandardbama.com. Thestandardbama.com. Mouthboard and hot, fresh pizza available now by DoorDash or visit the standard on the strip. We're the home of the 20-inch pizza pie, pepperoni, meat lovers, cheese. Design your own the Standard on the Strip also features wings, boneless wings, fresh, made-to-order cut fries, mac and cheese bites, and dine in with a full-service restaurant or order online. TheStandardBama.com. TheStandardBama.com. Lunch, dinner, late night, the best pizza in T-Town is the Standard on the Strip. And, uh, hey, by the way, we're talking about faith there for a couple of minutes. Uh, and I'll let Dawson bring the news to you. Uh, but um, Dawson is... Uh, going through a little bit of a rough uh, health scare and uh it 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 didn't look very very good i know he made a decision today to uh to do some things that uh hopefully will prolong uh his life but uh he's fighting uh that horrible disease that uh has taken so many different people but uh, i'll let dawson bring that to you guys i know he said he was going to try to call in at some point but i checked on him i know that uh a couple of uh, weeks ago, he called in and said he was really, really sick. So I've been keeping a track with him, and uh, 
I uh, know that he shared uh, some news and just needs to be encouraged. So if you guys know Dawson, maybe on Facebook, uh, send him a message, man, because I know he's battling right now and uh, started uh, uh, medicine to uh, treat something and hope long, hopefully uh, prolong his life. But uh, as he told me this morning, he knows that uh, he was even able to preach yesterday at uh, his church. So continue to think about our friend there, Dawson. We'll continue with more of the game. T-Town Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. House 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon wrap meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor. 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Is switching. Eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can park Parlay those, and you could pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese. Catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard. Close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Follow the Crimson Tide on their journey to another national championship. Your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. the grill today on a monday how about a ribeye it's beautiful outside throwing a great steak on the grill you want to dominate the grill today or any day it is mark's mark in downtown northport on that roll tide bridge uh how about that double j milk you can find that now because of the demand they're actually having that a couple of different times a week delivered uh delivery comes in twice a week now instead of one time a week because of the demand of that double j milk you can find it there but it's all those local products whether it's you know something as simple as pepper jelly and they have their own canning side of things with uh, making their different sauces and seasoning uh it's more than just the mark's mark famous seasoning the twice baked potatoes all the local specialties uh the steaks the pork chops the chicken swirl which is what they're home of since 1978 in selma alabama downtown northport almost five years how about that local seasoning cakes pies appetizers it's our good friends at mark's mark under that roll tide bridge marks mark since 1978 but over almost five years it'll be the spring will be five years in downtown northport let's continue and let's go to bamanick bamanick good afternoon you're in the game ryan fowler how are you oh ryan fowler i'm doing just great today how you doing i'm great man i'm good i'm having a good day man tommy's mad at you though well ryan fowler you think i really care if tommy's mad at me I was In fact, t- I heard I heard his little call today. I was listening. I was told from a secret informant 
But um, <laughs> here we go, fella. Come on with your my source. No, 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 no. My sources tell me that you didn't sleep over the weekend very good because of being so rude to Tommy on Friday. <laughs> That's what I was Ryan told. Fowler, That's what I was told. Ryan Fowler, I never, I never lose an ounce of sleep it's not when what I, I get not, off this not show. What, not what my sources tell me. Well, I don't know who your sources are, but they probably, uh, let me think, who might be your sources that I can think of? Uh, Miss Kathy? <laughs> okay, well, she's here right beside me listening. Uh, you want to ask her in person if she mentioned that to me? Well, she said you got up multiple times throughout the evening that it, you just couldn't be able to process all that information. <laughs> Talk to her, Kathy. Was that true or not? No, that's not true. That's not true. Oh, it's not true. See, my sources left me in the cold. I thought it was true. Okay. No, Ryan Fowler. Back okay. to Kathy come out here. She just came out here because I said, well, Fowler's fixing to take me on the show. Oh, she wanted to come out and listen to the show. Well, thank you, Miss Kathy. <laughs> You're welcome. She listens to the show. See, she, she, she's she a nice listen. person. What happened to you, Bamanek? He's wonderful. Oh, he's he is very wonderful. Lovable. Okay, he's wonderful. Okay. Yes, he's very good to me. He's very what? Very good to me. Oh, he's very good to you. Okay, okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. Uh, well, look, Paolo, Let me let me tell you something. That that show Friday, yes. me and Jim headlined yeah. it. Yeah. Headlined it for you. Did it not do what we thought it would do? Get your ratings up, Alex. Well, you were, know, that's what I do. How many times have I got to tell you people? You know, I, I, I'll be honest, man. My boss came up here afterwards and said, uh, you know, that show was such a dynamic show. Um, he gave me a bonus because of that show was so dynamic. That's right. Me and Jim, whenever Jim comes on your show and then I come on after him, that's all you got to have. Radio Gold, Fowler. Radio Gold. Radio Gold. That's what I was telling Jackson when he when he took my call and I was clattering with Jackson for a little bit. Well, what do you think about Jackson? Grew up as a Georgia fan. I mean, I mean, what do you yeah, think? We I were mean, talking about it. We were talking about it. But I'm I'm a little bit concerned, Obama Nick. I mean, he could be like a informant behind the scenes. <laughs> no, Jackson's a good guy. In fact, as a as a Jackson, why did why did you choose Bama? You didn't want to go to Auburn. You didn't want to major in cow manure. <laughs> You're right, Dominic. He didn't want to major in cow manure. So, yeah, I mean, he made the right. I said, Jackson, well, you made the right choice going to Bama. He said, I did, Dominic. He I said, You're radio gold, Dominic. You're radio gold. I know that now. I, fa I saw the error in my ways. Yeah. And see, I mean, that, that's, you know, you just got to turn from your wicked ways. But. It's not to say that as soon as I came here, they started winning. Maybe I was their bad luck. I don't know. No, oh, you wasn't, Jack. Well, dead gummit. Now you got me in a pickle. Uh, I mean, we knew, <laughs> see, that? see, we knew it was going to blame somebody. I mean, you're, you're partially blamed because Nick Saban retired, too. That decision was made way over my head. Oh, it was? Okay. <laughs> you sure about that? Hey, Bam and Nick, um, I went down and hung out with some of your friends down my snowbirds down on the beach, man. Uh, yeah, I saw your pictures, Fowler, and I, and I liked every bit of them, all your little posts and your pictures and your little on the beach. And I'll tell you one thing, Fowler, you need to trim your muff. 
That was the wind blowing. It was the salt water and all that. I mean, that, I know I need to trim. Don't yeah, yes, I know. I know. I I saw your pictures. Yeah, I, I got, I'm gonna have to. Beach. I'm gonna have to get better with that, man. I gotta. So, I will. Yeah. I'm get not better, where I need brother. to be, get but better. yes, I will. I will. I promise. I, now, I will. All right, you're stepping on a good call now, Fowler. Oh, my apologies. My apologies. Let's get back. Let's get back to the show today. Okay. Let's talk about little tippy toe Tommy's call. Like okay. I said, I, I I listened to the show. I've been listening to it because you know how I love I love to hear the other callers call in and respond to Bama Nick's calls and Jim from Tuscaloosa's calls and everybody else. Yeah. Which me and Jim the best is <laughs> we do our best. We try to do our best to, to get keep the show at the top, Fowler. Keep the show the number one show in in Alabama. Well, thank you, thank South. you, thank you. What do I owe you for all this? I still ain't got my check from last year. Uh, well, I mean, we tried to give it. you a big prize package and you refused. I didn't refuse it, Fowler. I said, uh, I, I said, give it to the homeless or to the. Uh, actually, I want you to give it to the to a, a veteran, a homeless veteran out there on the street. Uh, go do something for the people, Fowler. Okay. Well, I'm I'm just about out of time right here, but uh, no, you mean out of time? Hell, Fowler, I ain't got into my call yet about uh, uh, Tippy Toe Tommy. Well, you, well, you got to hurry. Man, you got to hurry. Say. I mean, I'm I'm limited. No, you're not, man. You've always gone over time or two. I know, but anyway, no one told Tommy. No one just shot me a bird and told me I got to wrap up. Uh Jackson will wait. Jackson's not Tommy. in charge. Tommy. Listen, Tommy, Tommy, Nick, and Jim got you fired up. That's what we do. We get your callers fired up to call into the show. It's nothing personal. It's to help you get your ass fired up. Well, it That's worked. the only purpose, Tommy. It worked. You still suck as a caller. It worked. But I'm trying to get you fired up. All right. Roll Tide, Bemanick. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tide 100.9 traffic. Tuscaloosa traffic now from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got Lurleen Wallace Boulevard still looking at that crash between McFarland and Hunter Creek Road. Lara Drive to be very specific at the locate for the location. And we've also got a stalled vehicle, Highway 43 southbound after Highway 171. That's knocking out a lane, causing some slow traffic as you maneuver around that and be careful doing so. With your Tuscaloosa traffic now, I'm Tammy Thomas. Years of serving Tuscaloosa and West Alabama. When you talk about the friendly staff at Pat's Florist and Gourmet Baskets, 1010 Queen City Avenue, when you look at the fall floral arrangements, maybe you're trying to lift someone's spirits a little bit under the weather, celebrating a birthday or special occasion, it's Pat's Florist, 205-345-5093, anniversary, birthday, get well, love, romance, make someone smile today, Pat's Florist and Gourmet Basket. Thank you for listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler, powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.